Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Stranger Things Season 3. Season 3. I'm sorry. And to by the we, song, you know, I mean, yes. I mean, not me. I mean you. And Jared Walker's on the show again, ladies and gentlemen. Jake Williams himself. So uh, last week I wasn't on the show, Chris. No, yeah, you were uh, deathly ill. And I do, Chris. You ran solo. I I didn't. I neither one of us has ever run solo. I would love to try it someday. It would be interesting. It'd be hard. It'd, one. Be, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what kind of crazy show minute that is. podcast and done. Also, I feel like I, I, would, I would have like bullet points. I would try to like you know map out. Okay, I'm going right, to do this, this, right. and then just talk. Like just this go. Is, this is what I think. Oh, I people, should, people, people do it. I this mean, I mean there's, thought, like, there's like YouTubers that like I watched. Like that's their whole thing is they just like sit totally. there and talk and just like answer questions. This is that's what I it. think I would do. I think I would have a dialogue with myself. It'd be mm. like, hey, everybody, mm. welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com. That's right, Chris. This week. Oh, my gosh. We, you know, we, I do the whole... Dude, I want to see this now. <laughs> oh, man. I want to... Yeah, see, I that's also... That's worth it just for the spectacle. Wait, are you just referring to yourself in the third person? Yeah, just, or are you... Are there two Chris's No, in there's the two Chris's in my mind is what's happening. <laughs> like, in my mind, I'm talking to another person. Do they have and different opinions on things? Yeah, or same say, exact they, opinions they on things? I mean, they need to. Otherwise, you like, know, what's, what's, the, the, what's the point <laughs> yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the point um, of that dialogue. One is Chris if you had a good day. One is Chris if you had a bad day. <laughs> yeah. this, this, is, this is day Chris and night Chris. Day Chris, night Chris. <laughs> hungry meet. Chris and full Chris. Uh, just worked out Chris and sitting on his couch Chris. <laughs> just the polar opposites of every part of my personality. Love it. <laughs> yeah, that podcast needs needs to happen. I also want if anything, like... not just as its own podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be spun out onto, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's Chris on off. target, you know. Just, I also want you to switch hats whenever you switch roles. I mean, but, like, you know. I mean, that's just like, that would be, the listeners can't see that. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a visual gag for an audio podcast. So, you know, <laughs> one of them's a giant cowboy hat. That makes sense for that podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what have you guys been up to this week? Well, this week I <laughs> had the opportunity to have two weeks, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. Uh, so the July Fourth holiday was over over yep. the, the break, I guess, because like it was early last yeah. week. I um, almost died on a lake. Yeah, you'll have to tell that story <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, but we hung out around here and uh, had a good had a good Fourth of July. Nice, nice. Um, I will say, like on the podcast, the intro, you and you and Fultron last week. Oh insinuated that you poisoned me so like i'm gonna i'm gonna hold you to that you know uh, you no, guys we, said, uh, we told you not to look into that I, I mean you know that's very suspicious whenever whenever uh no, you, you oh he's you know totally got, on the level got food poisoning and and, and fultron immediately goes it was you know obviously i had nothing to do with this no we had nothing to do with it there was there was no poisoning okay okay there is no plot against you <laughs> i mean look <laughs> <laughs> You always bash the guy that's not there. I mean, it's just, it's just, how, it's, it's just, just, just how it goes. 100%. It's a known 100%, thing. Fultron's yeah. always kind of had a thing for you, you know, in a, in a negative way, you know. So <laughs> he's uh, always got know, that <laughs> that vial of poison in his back pocket. He finally just gave it to you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's always trying to switch drinks on, like switch the cups, like. <laughs> He's and then he doesn't drink the one that he he chose. <laughs> yeah, he constantly does toasts and then doesn't drink. Also, my plants, <laughs> my plants always die after he throws his water in them. <laughs> it's like the uh, the Prince's Bride with both, all the cups are poisoned yeah. or whatever. 
<laughs> I forgot all about that. I need to watch that movie again. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. All the stuff. <laughs> Mm. So Chris, tell yeah. us about your uh, near-death experience on the Fourth of July. Yeah, so it's been a while. So we uh, we reviewed Spider-Man. So it's been like a week and a half since we last talked. But yes, uh, long story short, we were out on the lake, uh, Percy Priest Lake here in Nashville on the Fourth of July, and Which, it was raining. Well, it wasn't when we went out there. Okay, okay, <laughs> right. Uh, it was bright and sunny, and we, you know, we had lashed like so. We went to what they call Party Cove, quote unquote, on Percy Priest, and there were probably like Sounds 30, exciting. 30, 40 boats out there. Yeah, and like there were so many, but we had lashed like uh, at, at its max, at its biggest, a a group of five boats together into this giant flotilla. And so, like, you know, you could, you could go uh, over. There's, there's well, one guy. Well, what is a flotilla? Yeah, I was about to say that. I, I don't know <laughs> that terminology. Yeah, 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 over look that up, word. Look up the yeah. definition of flotilla. I want to see if I used it correctly. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right. uh, and so, That's uh, sailor talk. Yeah, there was this guy, um, like, on one of the boats, he was, like, grilling food, like, forever. He's, like, this retired Marine or something like that. He's out there just grilling the whole out time. Out there every and he's just, like, just come get this day. food. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, there's people jumping off all the boats and, you know, down the slide and stuff like that. Um, one of the boats had a bathroom, so that was awesome. Yeah, guess what? Chris used that correctly. <laughs> a, flo- a flotilla. It's like a flock of boats. Is, uh, is a definition is a large group of boats of various sizes tied together <laughs> yes! in a row. Wait, were you guys tied? Oh, yeah. We, you were tethered? La- yeah, we, we, la- we tied all of our boats to each other. The next, they were different sizes. Yes. The next paragraph wow. is all in caps. Best when anchored. Uh, we were anchored. <laughs> Exclamation point. And I was wow. very glad that our, our I was worried because so what was funny is we all started on one side of the, the lake, like cove, mm-hmm. and like we drifted out in the middle. I'm like, how in the world are our anchors not just all twisted up right now? I don't know how that happened. But anyway. Um, Using multiple anchors is highly suggested. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would have stopped the drifting. Um, so we were out there. and any, like, Oh, man, here we go. Even most commonly seen at large social gatherings on the water, uh, such as the 4th of July. <laughs> That's in the Chris, This is like literally Chris, like you textbook like, flotilla here. You, you textbook flotilla. <laughs> for, for sure. For sure. Like so, hardcore. So we're on the, we're, we're flotillaing. <laughs> and now uh, it's a verb. Yeah. I didn't yep. see anything about now it being a verb. Just over. <laughs> and then uh and then all of a sudden we kind of see like this this cloud, dark cloud, ominous looking with some random lightning. And f- like we were like, ah no, nah, it's fine. I like I got on the the weather app and it looked like it was gonna go north of us. But then out of nowhere <laughs> It just starts manifesting a like itself and making it bigger and like it's coming straight at us and it's like on us and every single boat in this cove we're like mad madly trying to like unlash ourselves from each other we had to like <laughs> cut some of the, the everybody run. cut some of the ropes because like they they, they wouldn't come untied we like tied them too oh, good no. And then, like, all the boats are just, like, making this mad dash out of the cove, trying to get back to the docks. And so we were, we were like, okay, well, I think maybe if we just go south, we, we'll be fine. And no, like, it just followed us straight south. And so, like, we reached a point where, like, we don't know where, where we're going. Like, the storm is, like, the lightning is, it would flash, and then you would hear it. It's, like, it's not, it's real close. Like, it's, <laughs> it's on us, you know? Um, and we're on this giant metal boat in the water. And uh, we're like, okay, well, we just have to get back to the docks. So we'd like t- turn a 180 and just like just bust it for the docks. All right, should we punch it? I didn't show you the picture. We they had given us <laughs> they had given us a uh, a paper map when we left the docks and showed us marked Party Cove and with arrows. <laughs> Do they write flotilla on it? At one point, that would be amazing. At one point, flotilla like, zone. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, I was like, we have to. Oh, I need the map to get back to the docks. 
And where is it? And we found it, and it was just crumpled up, and it was just like falling apart. Like there was no map. The map was gone. <laughs> Someone had used it as like the wrapper for their burger yeah. or something. So I yeah. was like, I was on there with like Google Maps, like trying to figure out, like, okay, we're here. We need to get here. We need to go around this island and all this kind of crazy stuff. We eventually got back. It was we were safe. Um, it was it was a it was a wild day. Wow. Yeah, that's that's way uh, more eventful than at, my Fourth of July. Yeah, after it happened, oh, yeah, I went home and took like a three-hour nap. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I mean, so I mean that's, out. that's that, that's like an episode of Always Sunny, you know, or, or, or like <laughs> yes. something like that. Yeah. You wake up and rum ham's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was uh, that was my uh, my my Fourth of July. Jared, what about you? How how well? What have you been up to since the last time you were on the podcast? Which I have no idea when that was. Oh, man. Okay, quick recap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which, side note, I was actually looking up. I don't know if the three of us have all three been together on the podcast. I guess episode 300, uh, right. we, were, we were all together. Right. There was more people. There was more but people. I was like, just, about just the three of us? Just, just, the, three just of us. the three of us. I don't yeah, think, it's, it's, it's been, been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Wow. Uh, let's see. A couple of highlights is uh, I went to Chattanooga a couple weeks ago. Nice. Uh, just on a couple of... Extended weekend hangout trip or whatever, and uh, that was actually a really good time. I've never, awesome. uh, my brother lives in Chattanooga, but I've never really like just like been down there to like be down there and just kind of put around in, in, in Chattanooga. Lots of good stuff, to, like, and, there's lots, uh, of, lots of trails to hike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we did like a, that the first day before, like, before we even went down there, we just like went on like a big epic, like seven mile hike or something like that and then like went to got a hotel like in downtown chattanooga and pretty much just like camped out there for like two days we uh we brought our uh we've been into like longboarding we brought our longboards and pretty much just like longboarded like all around uh all around downtown and uh and out to breakfast and various places to eat and went to the parks and went to a rock climbing gym downtown and to the aquarium and just like total just like tourist uh tourist stuff but it was a good time. Got a chance to see, see my brother. Met up with him uh, like one thirty in the morning. Like at one time, you know, he, he like he had like just gotten off work. I was like going down for the night. I mean, I was in bed or whatever. And he's like, "Hey, man, you know, you you still up? You know, you know I was like, 100 percent, man. You know, let's, let's, let's go. Do it. Let's go. What do I got to do? You know? <laughs> what would a vacation be without you know leaving your hotel room? Uh, at, at least thought it was insane. You know, you know she, she was like in the shower at the, at the time, and I, and then I'm just like, uh, hey, I'm I'm, I'm rolling out. <laughs> um, oh, so but that was uh, that was a really good trip. I'm not going to lie. Most of the time these days, I don't usually venture out past like 2 a.m. or something like that. Either. But occasionally, like, no, 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 just on vacation. Just on vacation like, because you're yeah. just like, most of the time there's like, what is there to do? You know, but oh, let's if just, there's somebody that texts you and is like, hey, I've, you know, let's go hang. You, you got it. It's like, okay, well, let's just keep that, tra- that, that trend train rolling and we'll go on to the next story, which is recent. This is this week news. Okay. Uh, this week I've been just like working like, like a dog. I mean, just like 10, 11, 12 hour, hours every day out in the hot sun, just like crushing it. Um, but then on like Tuesday or something like that, I hit up, uh, my brother that lives here in Nashville, Jason, and, uh, we've been playing through, uh, the Mario for the, for the Wii. Nice. That, uh, that came out the, the, the four player 2D side scroller, uh, yep. ga- game. So the, is it that, that's new Super Mario Brothers? New Super Mario Bros. Yep. Not new Super Mario Bros. U. 
or the even newer New Wasn't Super Mario Bros. Wasn't there a Two Switch or whatever? Yeah, right? it's it's yeah. There was a for new. They were no, for no, Wii U. No. That one was for Wii U. One okay. for Wii, one for Wii U, and then they re-released the one for the Wii U for the Switch. Yeah. So. Okay. Which, try, try and keep up. It <laughs> blows my mind how old, like, so it's the new Super Mario Bros. Like, it blows my mind how it's a old decade, that it's game is. It's a decade is. old. Yeah. Exactly. Dang. I had not played it in in, an, in a decade. I, it's I, a great I, game. I, play, I played it when it first came out, and then that, and that was it. And uh, I've said many, you know, me and Jason are just, like, hardcore, just like Mario, Mario guys, and we're always, like, looking for a, 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 a fresh one to play, you know, or, or whatever. <laughs> And uh, that, and, uh, so we set our sights on that one, and we've been cr- crushing through it. And we had beaten the game last time we had hung out, and then, but then we were going to go back through and get. Uh, there's you get like three star coins yeah. every level, yeah, yeah. And when you get all those star coins in every level, you basically unlock world nine in a little bo- bonus world. Yeah, it's um, awesome. And uh, so that was our goal that night of just like, okay, let's crush this. And, uh, but, you know, we got hung up on a couple of levels, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, stuff happens. <laughs> and, uh, next thing I know, I mean, we're, we're deep in it. I mean, like he probably came over at like nine and then it's like 1230 already or whatever. I, I, I'm, I'm getting up at 530 to six <laughs> or something like that. And, uh, and, and, but, but like we're, we're close though, you know, we're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're like cruising through, we've cleared like six worlds we're on like seven and then eight and there's not even like that much to do in eight or something like that so we're like oh come on we we, we can do Pulling it Pulling out then, all of the justifications but then like, again oh, you know you get just this keep totally. <laughs> and then you know we're rolling coffee you know we're keeping <laughs> that you know keeping that plugging into the vein um <laughs> jason was shocked because normally i'm the guy that just like goes down and i'm just like nope too tired can't function can't play gotta shut it down man Jason's always like, oh, no, I'll go, I'll go all night. <laughs> uh, um, I do remember even like years ago, but like that you would be like, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to just, we're just going to put on a movie, you know, we're going to put yep. on like, you know, Star Wars or, and then like within minutes Gone, of putting dude. on that movie, Gone. you'd be out. You know? Star, Star Wars is like a sleeping pill, man, if it's past nine. <laughs> Um, but, but anyway, so, so we keep going and, uh, do it, you know, get, get clear it all, uh, yes. all of it at, uh, the price of like two in the morning, you know, <laughs> <laughs> wait, you, so you had to get up like three hours later. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And, and I kind of like, didn't, uh, didn't, didn't like, I didn't sleep that great. Which, <laughs> well, surprisingly, it's probably all the coffee, why. you know, <laughs> just... <laughs> so, but, uh, yet again, you know, another, another scenario of, uh, just, you know, throwing it up to the clouds, you yeah. know, for, uh, for, for my bro and just going for it anyway, if your brother's involved. You gotta stay a place. Man, just like what, what, whatever. You only like live it's, once. It's, it's know, gonna be. It's gonna be fun. I slept a lot on the weekend. I put some time in the bag. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know? It's just like yeah. We're, you we're, bank we're it. I mean, that's what happens. Great. It's like you <laughs> know, right. you're like, okay, well, I'll, I can make this up in four days. Is yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely the so way. So actually, it works. do they do studies? They've done studies where you can make it up if it's within like 48 hours. <laughs> oh, really? But. Beyond that point, it's it's gone. You can't. The, the, the stuff you did in '95 is, yeah. is done. Yeah. So all, all, that, all that sleep I missed in college, I'm never getting back. No, you can't get can't get those uh, those getting. years back. Oh my goodness. Uh, cool. Well, um, later on, you two are going to talk about Stranger Things because mm. I thought we might get into that, but I didn't watch Stranger Things. I tried to multiple times, but I've been watching the. Uh, so this week was the. Uh, uh, All Star Game and Homer and Derby, mm. um, and uh, it was, so I was watching those instead. I dig it. 
I mean, and that's the thing about those type of like Stranger Things. It's like it'll be there forever. It will be there. Forever. You know, um, you might get spoiled, but it'll be it'll be there forever. Yeah. But uh, you know what won't be there forever? This year's home run derby, right. and you know, also it was a it was a, uh, a record breaking home run derby. Uh, How does the home run derby uh, exactly lay lay out? So uh, yeah, I've always it's interesting. Who like it's not like I mean it's basically just like the one on the Wii, right? You know, you just just <laughs> like you know ten yeah. ten softball pitches and you uh, you hold the bat with you, one hand, you know, slam them out. So back in the day, whenever you know, like <laughs> whenever we were kids, you'd watch the home run derby and you know, like maybe Mark McGuire. I think a max he hit was like sixteen home runs, okay, in, in a round or something like that, okay. Um, and then like in the final round, a lot of times people would win by only hitting two or three home runs, hmm. okay. These days, uh, there was one round, and it, granted, it went into overtime. But um, there were sixty home runs hit in a round oh, by goodness. a single person. By a single what, what, person. What, what is a round like? Cons- consist it's like four of? minute. For, it's like a four minute thing with a thirty second bonus, and then like two one minute. Or wait, sorry, another one minute bonus thing because they tied. So they're like, hey, hit as many as you can in within me, this time limit. Yeah, let me actually pull up the wow. actual stats. I just, I feel like that you would get, if you got two pitchers. You is know? someone pitching to them? Yeah, yeah it's a it's a batting oh, yeah. practice pitch. You can choose you choose your pitcher. Okay. So you're like, hey, this person always throws me good batting practice right. balls. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so they're like they're setting you up not to obviously oh, strike totally. you. Know, it's yeah. like, uh, but I feel like if you if you got two pitchers, they alternate. You could get twice as many. That's right. Twice as many. So that that wind-up time is just killing. <laughs> it totally killing is. It, man. So it's Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he's the one who hit all the – and he actually didn't even end up winning because he tired himself out so early like yeah. in the early rounds trying to get through it. Yeah, because if you blow out like on one round – It's like, like a tournament-like style? It's tournament style. So it's like bracket tournament style. So you start with like eight people total, four people on each side, then like you got a two and then one, and then they face each other. So your uh, highest round doesn't even necessarily matter. You know, no, it's just it's, about making to it to the, the round. next round. And that's the thing. Like, so say the person mm-hmm. who goes first in each round, right. say he only hits, you know. Oh, you just want to game 50, it. You just need to like, get one more than him. Right. And, one. and then just stop. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's what happened to like the, the, the guy who won. Um, he, so uh, that strategy, Pete, Pete man. Alonzo, he didn't have to hit as many home runs as Guerrero Jr. And that's why he won because yeah. he wasn't tired out. Because nobody was like trying that. to like run it up with him, you know. This is way too Didn't battle it out early on. Let's look at the. Uh, I just want the, to the totals here. Um, Guerrero, one of the, uh, hit ninety-one home runs in the Derby. Man, and that's, that's uh, in one of those four-minute rounds. Or that five was no, that rounds? was total the whole time. All total. The rounds, okay, 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 which okay. is insane. The only thing that I think about that though is like. He couldn't have hit out the extra nine, you know, just <laughs> to hit hundred. Couldn't have get to that I mean, triple digits. It was crazy. Yeah, man. Um, it, I, mean, I mean, it was just. It was. I mean, I've never seen anything it's like really it. Even it a notable odd. effort if it's not a hundred. You know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I feel like like if you get that close, like I feel like the the director or somebody should be like, all right, we're gonna give you like twenty more seconds, like just just <laughs> yeah. see, just find out. You know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, man, he like honestly, like just from a performance standpoint. He should have won, mm-hmm. but you know because of the bracket yeah. style. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Uh, There's but they so were many rookies. competitions that that shake out that kind of way. I know, you know that, that it's yeah. just uh, you have to put rules on a competition, yeah. and then it becomes about doing as good as you can within the confines of those rules, and not necessarily about the performance itself. It's right. it's kind yeah. of a weird thing that yeah. it's it's hard to get around sometimes in certain sports. Depending on just like what the performance is and mm-hmm. how it has to go, totally, it's like a little hard to uh, 
to do it different ways or like things where they're scoring, like scoring mm-hmm. is just a made up thing. It's just yeah. like subjective. You just said, yeah. well, that's two points, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. Well, well even like, even like things that are like, whenever you watch like the final round of them, you're like, oh, you know, just like a hundred meter dash or whatever. You're like, oh, clearly like, you know, these people are like, these are the representative of the, you know, the best or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have to like climb, like there's a little strategy in that. Cause like you can't have, 4,000 people that do like, you know, the 100 meter dash at the same time. So you have right. to have like the, the brackets and the tiers and like, oh, this is, you know, the first round and that sort of thing. Right. So. Or like some people even say that, you know, that uh, something like the Olympics that like, it's not even necessarily like the 10 people that you see doing the 100 meter dash right. at the Olympics are not necessarily the 10 best people at the 100 right. meter dash at the time. That's just the 10 people that made it there. Yeah that year based on where they were the qualification process they went through what the country they're from like so many different factors that yeah. weren't just hey how fast do you run the 100 meter dash yeah well even like every country has their own like um yeah. qualification for like how do you get to the olympics right. or whatever so like they they run their own like competitions and so there's a whole set of rules like based on that and and so yeah it's it's some countries it's literally just like no nah, we'll we'll pick you know, <laughs> we will literally pick, you yeah, know, and then other countries is like, oh, let's do, you gotta, you know, we gotta do this, this competition or whatever. And like, that's, that's just how it is. Every sport is slightly different too. So I think that's how wild. we need to do it, man. We just need to be like, you know, we, we, we pick Tom Cruise, you know, in this year's <laughs> Olympics, you know, you know he, he can do some hurdles. I've seen him jump cars. Yeah. He's jumped cars before. He looks, I mean, he's pretty superhuman. He jumped that rooftop, kept running after he broke his ankle. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, finished the shot. Oh, I'm gonna watch that movie now. Oh, well, cool. Yeah. Um, you guys are going to review Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I will step out when that happens as to not spoil my... We do have some spoiler-free thoughts. Okay, So cool. we will talk, you know, some spoiler-free yeah. stuff beforehand. Right. That's so good. For the kids. Yeah. For the kids. You know, then we'll, then we'll move on into the, uh, the spoilers. We'll cool. have that countdown there. Cool. <laughs> um, but first... The ha- news! The news, John. Yeah. All right. So we have two pieces of news. Yeah. The first, there is apparently something called a Sith Trooper in the new Star Wars movie. I find it appropriate that this comes out like whenever we have, have Jared here yes. on the podcast um, because it's a Star Wars thing. Yeah. And I had no idea that this existed until a few minutes ago whenever you told me about <laughs> it. And... I have some thoughts. So the Sith Trooper, like the the way that it is leaked out there is toy companies. Yeah. All these toy companies, they get to watch the movie early and make their toys based on this. Th- <laughs> yeah. a, I don't think this one is actually leaked though, or maybe it was initially leaked, oh. but like it, it was definitely announced on like Star Wars Instagram mm. uh, of just like, you know, uh, upcoming in Rise of Skywalker, you know, will be this, you know, the, this Sith, Sith Trooper, you know. Fascinating. Uh, which, which is a... Uh, 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 interesting name, you know, <laughs> to say yeah. to say to well, say the least. This is why it's interesting to me. There's we have not said or mentioned Sith in right. either of the previous two movies. Mm-hmm. Like that hasn't been a thing, mm-hmm. and it, there's kind of questions about like, do Sith exist? Are they even like? Are they even? Uh, have they? Has Disney done away with the Sith? Like, are they going to do that anymore? Hmm. And that's interesting, yeah, because they have uh, Papatine coming back. You, yeah. would, you would think, like, obviously, like, I mean, he is in, sure. in whatever form he's happening in, right? Sure, in some way or another. And so he is a Sith. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, you, you like the Sith still exist in the history, but it's like in this current time frame. Well, like, yeah, obviously, like, is is Ky- uh, Kylo Ren not a Sith? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is Kylo Ren a Sith? Was uh, what was his name? His master. Snoke. Yeah. Snoke. Was Snoke a Sith? Right. 
All right, I I I have a I have a couple I have a couple like just like dismissive thoughts, okay. and then I have a couple like intriguing <laughs> thoughts to just, just to just like go thoughts. down. Like dismissive would just be like hot takes. <laughs> look, it's it it's it's a toy, and like there's always gonna be new toys that, 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 that come cool. out with Star Wars. There's always has to be something new and and fresh. Like it, it you know, look at the Praetorian Guard, even in, in Last yeah. Jedi. Like that yeah. was like a thing that you know was in, in the marketing, this kind of thing. And like they didn't do anything. Pretty pretty much nothing or I mean, whatever. There's there like, a... there like one fight scene where they kind of you know fail to you know do their job. <laughs> like every um, storm, they're pretty bad. And, 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 and they were pretty bad. Um, but, uh, so, so this could be a, a very similar thing and nor were they ever referred to as the Praetorian guard, like mm-hmm. in the movie, like, like we will we'll probably never hear the word Sith trooper mm-hmm. in star Wars. You know, it'll just be like, that's sure. That's what they're called. But like a toys, toys need a name. And like, you know, we'll probably never hear that. They may never not have, have any, uh, speaking dialogue. Like it, it could very much just be just a, that's just a thing, you know, that's going to be in there. And sure, you'll mm-hmm. see it somewhere, but it's not going to be like this linchpin of, of the new movie. It makes sense. And I think, like, every Star Wars movie since, I would say, Return of the Jedi has had... Well, I guess, do we see the... Uh, the the guard, uh, whatever they're called, the uh, the red, like the the, the thing that this is kind of like merging together, a stormtrooper mm-hmm. and uh, imperial uh, guard. imperial guard, yeah. Like we saw them in in Empire, didn't we? At one point. See, I don't think. Uh, wait, so. what are you saying? What, sorry. So I was, every I was every Star Wars movie, we come out with a new stormtrooper. We don't trooper. see the emperor in the flesh. In, Until, uh, in, are you, are you saying the every ever? All of them, all nine of them. Uh, everyone except for Empire Strikes Back has had like an updated version because we had the clone troopers. We uh, had... No, Empire Strikes Back has snow troopers. Oh, you're right. No, yeah, almost everyone has. Uh, like a different pro- probably variation. everyone. You know, there's the Death Troopers in Rogue One. There's the mm-hmm. Scout Troopers in Return of the Jedi. There's Clone Troopers. There's different iterations of Clone Troopers. There's Battle yeah. Droids. Yeah, there's always going to be. I guess maybe uh, Episode One because we hadn't run into any like Clone Troopers or anything like that yet. Right. It was just the droids. Yeah. You know, it was just at that point, which which is which was its own new thing. It's good. Good call. But I, I do. Do you like the the look of the of the Sith trooper? You know, I do. As, I like as the, it were. I like the detail because, like, like looking at it up close, like mm-hmm. it has a lot of like lines, like a lot yeah, of like yeah, yeah. Uh, very like textured detail on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, it's it's odd, like to to have the the merging of the Imperial Guard and the like. Mm-hmm. That, that's just a strange thing to me. Because um, if you're the Imperial Guard, because they really didn't do much either you know right. like they weren't much of a threat like, right <laughs> palpatine just kind of sends them out of the room at the one point too you know mm-hmm. just like oh okay um but i don't know i mean i like the look i like it, but it's just like the the death troopers in like rogue one or whatever where it's like i don't know how much that is actually going to play into it it's like they're an intimidating thing which star wars is right. really good at doing with their like villains oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I appreciate that aspect of it. The fact that they're like just bright red is pretty intimidating in and of itself too. So yeah. So it, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say. So like, I'm more interested in like, what does this mean narratively? Okay. So so that so that's my more like in, in, intriguing thoughts. And you know that you could go down the the yeah. the, the road of just uh, let's go down a, that road of pure speculation. Because again, it, it's just a picture and a name. You know, there's nothing to like really base it off of. But if you were going to the two things that I would think is one, which uh, and I don't know which I think is more 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 likely, but one would be that this is part of like the new Kylo Ren regime. Mm. You know that he's now taken over. You know the First Order, and there's like no one kind of like chirping it, chirping him or keeping him down. 
And so he's more of just like, I'm going to do whatever I want. You know, I'm, I'm a Sith now, and these are my <laughs> Sith troopers. And, like, you know, just like, whatever. You know, you don't, you didn't like my mask? I'm bringing my mask back. Like, you know, just like, I'm going to do whatever I want now that dad's gone. Um, <laughs> I love how you have, like, he's, you're giving him a whiny emo voice. That's amazing. Oh, because that's the way I see him sometimes. Even, <laughs> even though, even though I, I really do like Kylo Ren's character, like, 80% of the time or 85% of the time. But, uh, and then my other thought, and I probably think this is more likely, uh, and that's that we do, the emperor is going to be involved in some capacity. The emperor is a known Sith. Uh, I personally think that the emperor being involved, being involved is going to be in a way that you may not think and will be a little bit different. I don't really even know how much Ian McDermott is actually even involved in it. Mm. Part of me thinks that they'll go with something that's more on some of like the uh, the Legends books mm. uh, where Palpatine had made like several clones of himself basically yeah. and when he died, you know, he you know learned to, you know, force transfer his consciousness or whatever into a, another body. And so some people think that this will be a, that we'll see a younger Palpatine in this movie. Fascinating. Played by someone else. And maybe he has been around in the background and not that he like just came to life again in this, in episode nine, but he has been around and been building kind of his own thing. And maybe that thing that he has has these red Sith troopers, mm. you know, because he, he came from the empire. He came from using like those type of, you know, uh, soldiers mm -hmm. anyway and then you know like i said then he already has you know the red imperial well, guard he's already with him, dealing with clones and he's it's like they could still be clones from back could, in you know exactly he, he could be doing a, a clone thing so like that that's kind of my more intriguing of like man if i if i could just like send it off on just like a star wars fan just like you know just like let, let's just do do something kind of a little bit more out there and crazy but that i think would be cool it just kind of takes a little bit of like explaining and like yeah, making yeah. sure that you kind of have the right script to like bring your audience along that ride yeah and not just like s slam it to them with palpatine coming back in whatever capacity whether right. it's like you know you will have to do some of that explaining anyway and so sure. that makes you know it's just like how 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 out there in sci-fi do we want to get with this like ridiculous sci-fi like property because you already have introduced clones into the into the equation with yeah. the prequels it's like that's a george lucas thing it's like yeah. clearly like as that's... well as i think that would be an interesting way to kind of like try to like tie it back to the you know jj's yeah. oh i'm gonna tie up i'm gonna tie up everything you know or, you know <laughs> dude i just want him to tie <laughs> well, up like what, what we started <laughs> let's here up, let's just tie up one movie like, let's man just, like... <laughs> let's just try to do one trilogy not not the uh the, the trilogy of trilogies <laughs> so in the in the in the current canon in the comics, they've already established that after the Battle of Endor, um, the Emperor had these, um, I don't know if they were droids or there's people, but like they had, they would have a projection of his face mm, and they right. went around and basically he told the troops what to do. There was like this, it was this thing mm -hmm. he put in place. He had all he kinds died. of like different like sites like too in, yes. the, in the current canon. Like he had like this like place on Jakku yep. uh, that was like the, all these like research like facilities and like ver various like places like that. You know, kind of <laughs> think of like the Dharma <laughs> Initiative stations and yeah. like Lost, you know, that he had set up in like various different planets. Now you've got me just wanting uh, to watch Lost again. So <laughs> like <laughs> I could totally see that kind of scenario. I also right. like, so in the, uh, I was also trying to look, I was looking at this the other day. So things called Sith Troopers apparently existed in the expanded universe, mm. and it was like during the Jedi Sith Wars, uh, the Jedi Civil War, 
and the, they were uh, tr- Sith troopers that they used. And then there was one, uh, Darth Krayt or something like that. His name, he like had force sensitive troopers. That's the even Kray. You want to go really crazy here? Like, <laughs> like, do you actually think that these are like Sith troopers? Like, uh, you know, people that are like force using our, our army. In a, you know, or in a, have some like moderate like abilities. So this is my thing though. If if you've got a because we've said now, sorry, because we said now everyone ha- like you know if we're we're gonna take the the last mm. Jedi as thing, everyone has a potential to have force well, powers. And we said that kind of Which at the I end don't of like. We, <laughs> I, mean, I agree. That I'm on that boat too. <laughs> at the end of Return of the Jedi, like it was kind of that way too, where it's like, oh, well, like you know, we're gonna bring back the Jedi. We're gonna bring you know, every, we're, and anyway. They're all just midi chlorians anyway, guys. Like everybody <laughs> has midi chlorians, you know, and then that just depends wanna, on I the number that you have. In order, uh, in order for JJ to satisfactorily wrap up this entire nine <laughs> movie series for me, he has to bring midi chlorians back. I mean, he's got he's got to use the word at least once, you know. In, in yeah. The, um, and Listen, guys, I'll shake up this whole podcast and say that I am relatively pro midi chlorians and not as me too. Uh, as opposed to so many people are. I mean, this I, and, and and I'll give and I'll give my fifteen second defense right. is that that I don't I think that it's not so much of this like oh well you have more midi chlorians and so you're about our Jedi. I think it's almost kind of the reverse of that. It's almost like a happenstantial thing of just like okay, so you are you know some some people are particularly special like the Skywalker family or like. Obi-Wan or Qui-Gon or Yoda or some, or people like that. And they are special, not necessarily, oh, because they have midichlorians, but just like that's a representation of them being so special. It's just like that that is some kind of marker. It makes them more powerful. You know, it, it, it's like when better. you do research on like, you know, whatever, like great athlete or something like that. And you find out, you know, uh, that free solo documentary with, oh, with the Alex Honnold so guy good. that was climbing the wall and they did research on his brain and they're like, yeah, you don't s- sense fear like yeah, a, a, yeah. at all. Like, you know, you, well, then you have like uh, like Dean Carnass's ultra marathoner, right? Like, he filter his body filters out lactic acid faster than the average person. Like, so he can like, go for like so much faster <laughs> yeah. than the average person. So, so it's, there, there are things like that. And I think it's more so this representation of, uh, of that and 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 it, and it was also like was that the only time it was ever mentioned in Star Wars? Was that one time when Qui Gon mentioned it? Yeah, to Anakin. Pretty sure. I think they talk. Doesn't he? Doesn't it, he say something about it in front of the Jedi Council later? Yeah, I mean it's it's all in that one movie. Is yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't. So. I don't think it comes up again. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, but it's definitely one of those things that like a lot of people like well, really just like cling to, and, and it's I, just like it's such a small thing. I guess like such to me, thing. it's like there is a there is a it, people want it to be space magic. Where it's right. like, but there's a science to this space magic, and that's what like was always there and always at play, and sure. like it, it doesn't negate the fact that it's space magic. It just says yeah. there is a well, yeah, method like, to that space magic. Well, I magic. also think that like, so say Qui Gon had not taken Anakin and tried to train him, would that have meant that he ended up with the same? Uh, powers that he did later no Mm-mm. he needed to be like i mean yeah. the whole point is it's like it's almost like a muscle you have to like yeah. grow it and train right. it to like actually work right right uh back to the sith troopers though we've already <laughs> introduced in canon with uh the the inquisitors where they're sort of force sensitive in that that's way. true okay um we yeah. also have like other force sensitive uh bounty hunters and and, and uh, beings. People. like yeah. dooku had a had an apprentice uh who was 
Palpatine commanded him to kill or whatever. She got away or whatever. But like she's a bounty hunter after that point. Yeah, um, is that Asajj? Asajj Ventress. Yeah, she's uh, amazing. Right. One of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars. Um, but that whole like that whole thing of like there's lots of Force sensitive people that even can have like lightsabers mm-hmm. or lightsaber esque weapons, but. Why would my only question is why would you put them in a stormtrooper helmet? Like, because let's, let's like <laughs> right. if you got this force sensitive individual, oh, you got to protect them. <laughs> okay, you, you should put all the armor on. <laughs> you can't see straight. In the, obviously, they don't ever hit anything. You know, yeah, so. people that are force sensitive want to shine, though. You know, they they're, they're like Robert they Downey the Jr. Stormtrooper not wanting to, to wear his Iron yeah. Man mask. You know, yes. they're just like I want my face to be seen. You know, I, I need <laughs> the world needs to know that I'm special. You know, have you, have you seen the have you seen all over social media those like videos of people kicking bottle caps off? You know. Yeah. Okay. So I saw one. Someone. Someone. I think it was a five zero first posted a a video of a stormtrooper doing just completely missing and falling and tripping like every (laughs) single time. Like just could not kick it off. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's good. I mean, that's That's exactly what you want. You want a Jedi. Or a Sith, and that you know, that's that's the most effective fighting force on the on the planet. Right. I I would if I were to be on either side, I would say that these are not force using. Yeah. Stormtroopers. Um, who do you think they're guarding? Like, I mean, what, because what we've seen, we've seen like Kylo, we've seen like the Knights of Ren, of Ren are in this. I would assume right. those are his guard, his guard, maybe? I don't know. His his peeps? Yeah. His, I mean, he's the leader <laughs> I, of them. I, I think the Knights of Ren will be easily kind of like uh, explained away. One, this trilogy is like a, a two-week period, like so far, like, like yeah. max or something like that. This is like so, a mu- what did they say, a year after? This, th- yeah, this will be like at a least year. like a year, a year. Or, or something like that. So I think it will be as easy as just like, and the Knights of Ren were in the outer regions, you know, looking for dark Sith relics or something like that. Maybe they're the ones that find the Emperor, like, like, you know, like who, who knows, you know. So I think that's an easy just kind of like, they were somewhere else and now they're here, you know, and... Uh, but and then clearly, like with the slow speed chase, they couldn't have caught up. You know, just they could not have caught up. <laughs> There's no way. Impossible. That's my least favorite part of the movie. <laughs> it's the slow speed chase, man, in outer space. I think the the, the concept could have been cool. The execution with so many things in that lobbying the the the, the, uh, the the bolts with mm-hmm. gravity. Mm-hmm. They have arc to them. They're like mm-hmm. arcing. Yeah, I did personally enjoy how we got to see an actual like shield around yeah, around, around the ships. Sure. That was cool. I thought that aesthetic was cool. There yeah. was a lot of I'm little cool being, details. I'm just being positive here, cool. guys. Bro, there's yeah, a lot I, of cool little it. details in there. There's so many good things. In, like like even the uh, like the light speed ram. Like oh, I mean, all amazing. of these things are like there are lots of small awesome. little details that yeah, are yeah. just perfect. Yeah, it's great. And, but then a lot of the trappings are just like, huh. Uh, right, so, 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 what do you think? You know, o- o- over under Sith Trooper being involved with the Emperor or Sith Trooper being involved with uh, Kylo? I think these are Emperor. I think Emperor. I think it's. It, I you think because think, you don't think you because don't think? of the fact I that, would think like, Emperor. you said like earlier that they're not going to say the name. You know, they don't. They didn't say right. Imperial Guard. They didn't necessarily Here's, say Snow Troopers. They didn't say you know the names of any of these troopers. And so, like, we're never going to get the. But like, the only thing that would make sense. Would be to put them with I, what would be obviously a sin. I might walk that. Okay, so like the, my only thing that makes me think it's not is the fact that it's the new design mm. of them. Wouldn't if it was like the if they found the emperor and he had this guard that was just with him, wouldn't it have, be the old trooper design? Mm. 
I don't think so because I because I you know we're talking about like a forty year thirty forty year gap between mm. this and Return of the Jedi like there's just so much history and so much time to How like did he what get the new what, suits exactly exactly but that's what I'm saying like there's a thousand different like scenarios or stories that could have happened right. to come mm. to like this conclusion yeah that. It'll just have to. It's like a just wait and see how they how they choose to explain it, and you can really well, only hope guess, that they explain it well, rather than yeah. just kind of. And why did the uh, first order, before. which was like this completely other uh, apparently other force that was just out there in the galaxy, you know that sort of thing? Why do they have the design that's so close to the stormtroopers? Why did they adopt the yeah. yeah. I don't know. An updated look there. I, I do wish that they would explain a lot of that. You wonder if, like, maybe the Emperor was behind all of it um, in some yep. capacity, and so that's why, you know? Yeah. I don't think it's off the table that there will be a some type of at least connection revealed between Snoke and the Emperor, um, whether that's just being, hey, they knew each other, or, like, that was an incarnation of the Emperor. He was a clone. Or he, he that was one one of the clones, and he died, and then now he's in a, an even younger clone. You know, mm. again, like uh, you know, who knows? Yeah. Really, it's just like me, like hoping, like you know, like I, because I, I want those details personally, yeah. and like yeah. and like I hope that there's you know, at least some one-liners you know thrown in there about some of this stuff. Yeah. I part of me also just hopes that not only you know are there. Uh, Knights of Ren with force powers, but then they have these Sith troopers. They have force powers. It's just like just force user like crazy battle. Yeah. Oh, I'm hoping for a big battle. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping well, for like you, a big. I hope that Ahsoka shows up. You know, yeah. that, that, that I would I would stand up and you know cheer. Uh, I I think that one's not gonna happen. <laughs> I, I think Yoda uh, comes back to life. Mace Windu, we never saw him die. <laughs> I mean, Samuel you know, Jackson's Samuel campaigning Jackson for wants it. To come back. He's campaigning for it hard. You know, he, 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 he'd do it. How old would he be at this point? He'd be oh. real old, right? Oh, is, oh, is Sam Jackson's character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, well, yeah, not, he, he not would, Sam Jackson for real. You know, we're talking <laughs> sixty years. You know, since since then, so he was probably in his fifties then. So over a hundred. I mean, he could make it. You could, you could, you he could, could make, do it. you could make the argument, Chris. I can, yeah, I can make any argument. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I totally, I I agree. Like that would be awesome. Like a bunch of force users like fighting it out. Like that'd be awesome. We just I do think that the scale, like whenever they did that in uh, in Clone Wars, like Episode Two, it was underwhelming because like more lightsabers right. didn't equal more awesome. True. Right. But, I, well, that just I I don't think that was shot like an action movie though. Yeah, that's true. Shoot it like an action movie, it'd be really cool. That's true. That's true. All right, we'll move on. So the other piece of news, Chris. Yeah. Nintendo has announced the Nintendo Switch Lite. They have. Which is a uh, smaller version of the Nintendo Switch um, without the the functionality of being able to plug into your TV. It, so, does, it doesn't switch. Yeah, it doesn't actually mm. switch. Yeah, so uh, here's the, some of the details. It's called the Switch uh, Less. So you know. <laughs> the, the Nintendo Lite will uh, sell. It's, it comes in three different colors, non-detachable um, Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons. No rumble in them, and the screen it is slightly smaller, uh, and it um, does not have the what, I forget what they call it the like the gyro the gyro yeah it doesn't so like a lot of those functionalities in games is gone. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> the Nintendo will sell, sell the Switch Lite for one ninety nine. That's hundred dollars cheaper than the two ninety nine the current Nintendo Switch um, goes for. It's going to be available on September twentieth. They're going to have a special Pokemon themed. Uh, Pokemon um, Sword and Shield themed Switch Lite. Which looks really cool. Release. It's like a gray mm. with these like cool yeah, colored buttons cool. and everything. It's, it's nice. Both sides, like it's like both sides of the game or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
the screen is 5.5 inches rather than 6.2 inches. So is that but it has seven? This, but it has the same 720p resolution. So to the eye, it will look like it is sharper mm-hmm. because it's just smaller mm-hmm. with the same resolution, which yeah, is interesting. Same number of pixels. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, the and the another like one of the selling points is it has slightly better battery life um, compared to the launch model. It's Very three, three, slightly, three to seven hours, depending on the game played. So I think the the comparison was like if it will have uh, like if you were the original Switch. You could play uh, Breath of the Wild for three hours. You could play it for like four hours. Yeah. It's so like 33% better battery, battery hmm. life. It's not bad. Something like that. Um, not all games will be able to play. So like, you know, uh, things like Mario Party that require yeah. tabletop mode. You, there's no kickstand on the back. Mm-hmm. It, you can, mm-hmm. however, pair uh, actual detachable Joy-Cons to this. Oh, okay. But you'd have to charge them on a separate... Device, device, right. and you'd have to figure out a way to prop this up on something because there are lots of like third, no kickstand. You can't other other third party options. In fact, I think there's like a charging port. Like it doesn't connect to your TV, yeah, like, you but a dock where you can like oh, just strap it in. It's oh, it's just there. It still hmm. still uh, starts with uh, 32 gigabytes of storage and it has an expansion slot for a micro SD card. Nice. Um, and those are basically the uh, the, the the details. Um. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Like it's it's interesting. Like I I mean Nintendo definitely repeats itself. You know if you think about it, they had the th- uh, the DS, they had the DS Lite, mm-hmm. then they then they had the DS XL, right? Yeah. Then they came out with the 3DS, then the 3DS Lite, mm-hmm. and then 3DS XL. Yeah, that sounds right. So then the 2DS. Yeah. Then the, then they had the 2DS, and which was the like the 2DS XL. They did. Oh yeah. There was a 2DS XL. Oh yeah. But there's no 2DS Lite because it <laughs> didn't get lighter than the 2DS. Wow. Um. So like, I, I'm not interested in this. This is probably and they mm-hmm. even uh, Doug Bowser said this is for primarily geared toward um, people with multi uh, multi console households. Okay. So, so like, like, oh, I want to get this for like you have a switch or maybe like one of your kids has a switch and yeah. the other one wants a switch. Okay. But you don't want to pay for a whole nother new switch. Right. So you get them this switch. You get the uh you get you get you know one of them gets the shaft. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the kids gets the Yeah. The other thing with this like as far as like Pokemon coming out this year, Pokemon's always been on a handheld and Pokemon yeah. has always been on a handheld that's like reasonably priced and a, a handheld that you would like be fine to like, oh, here, I'm going to buy this for a kid and give it to a kid. And then, you know, smash it up. Yeah, they, they can like, it's a clamshell thing. It's like, oh, you can like, I could take my my 3DS right now and throw it out the window and it would probably survive um, because it's like I've dropped that thing so many times. But the switch is what I just did yeah. that with. it. It's like, oh, it's going to be gone. Like, and so even if the, the 3DS like did break, it's like it's only like at this point. 150 bucks to yeah, replace just, they're, it. And they're still selling the 3DS. And they even said, hey, this doesn't mean we're giving up on the 3DS. Right. <laughs> right. Which they will <laughs> say until the 3DS is like dead and buried. Right. You know, it's yeah. like it will be years after a game comes out. They're like, no, we're well, still it's interesting supporting to me, it. Like how, how adamant they have <laughs> still been buy the games. <laughs> over the past few years that the Switch, no, the Switch is a, is a console. It's yeah. a home console. home console. It's made for the TV. But then like, and and even like their data show that like fi- it's fifty 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 percent of people use it in handheld mode fifty fifty yeah. percent of people use it um, for TV. But it's one hundred percent portable. Uh, you know, totally. Like, and mm-hmm. so like then so but they keep saying this is not a handheld. Well, but they also figure like Pokemon a uh, a 
a game and the company's been adamant that their game belongs on portables, right? They, oh, our game is a handheld game. Like we don't do those games for the home consoles. And so now they're putting their game on the switch. It's like, well, clearly someone thinks this is a handheld over there, you know? Yeah. Um, over here, I, I actually like somebody had, had tweeted out some numbers. Daniel Ahmad, who does a, a lot of like industry kind of things, but he tweeted out like a uh, a graph of whenever they would update, like Nintendo would update their uh, their console sales. So this graph, the orange is the light version for the DS, and the blue is the original version. So like whenever they would update their console with a light version or a, they would sell a lot they more. would sell a lot more, um, and it would it would keep it from keep it alive essentially near the end of the 3DS, where it's like every new version is like oh we, we go up in sales, oh we're, we're not didn't go down quite as much that year or whatever. So every time they introduce a new skew in the Nintendo ecosystem, like they continue well, to sell like, more because they, they're they're double dipping with households that already have a console and right. you buy a second console like if i you know um the other problem is and I, I don't know i can't tell if like this is nintendo being nintendo and doing mm-hmm. it on purpose or if this is just like an oversight but like if i for instance play a game like i can't i don't even know uh breath of the wild i don't think like and they save to your console, they're locked to your console. Uh, so there are certain games that are locked to your console and certain games that will do cloud saves. So Breath like, of the Wild does cloud saves. Pokemon, Pokemon does not do cloud yeah, saves. Yeah, so Pokemon Eevee, Let's Go Eevee and yeah. Pikachu, like that game is tied to whatever console is on. You yeah. can never move mm-hmm. that save to another console. Well, you can transfer it. You can do like a full sense of transfer, but it will literally delete it off of this console after it puts it on this one. So it's like it's not possible to have your the same save in two places. But you can do a full sense of transfer. I don't think you can move transfer. it at all. Yeah, the only way you do it is the full system transfer. It'll reset that system. Oh, you mean you take every single? Th- yeah, I see what you're saying. Like it's like, oh, I want to, I want to just basically take this system and make it this system, and yeah. you can do that. But then it'll just eliminate this system altogether, like yeah. reset it. So, hmm. so there's certain games that just don't do the cloud save thing. So if you had like a second console and you're like, oh, I want to bounce. This is my travel console. This is my home console. That wouldn't necessarily work very well. But hmm. here we are. I, th- I think this switch light thing, you know, I, I, I think it's a good idea. Um, to me, the price point seems too high for how much mm. you're losing. Yeah, mm. I agree. Um, There's a lot of people like that, I have yeah, no doubt that. that it will sell, that it'll be fine, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be successful. But, you know, $100 off to like you're not gaining anything mm-hmm. to get this. You know, any console before. You know, to, to buy a 3DS or to buy a Game Boy or a Game Gear, you know, you know, whatever the portable console is, it's it was sold and, and its main uh, selling point was, hey, it's portable. Like, yeah. take it in the van, it's take true. it on vacation. But they're doing this with a system that has that 100%. <laughs> so they're making so, an like, already so portable console portable slightly right. more portable right right and and, and so it's just, it's only just i'm gonna save a hundred bucks mm. because just yeah i just yeah. don't need i have never i'll never have any need for that other thing like i get it with like the mm-hmm. you know fam- families that just like want to want to have more for their kids or stuff like that like and that will probably sell that way but to give up you know Ha- ever having it at home at all to give up some games that you have to, to give, give up, up rumble which was a get, weird I, yeah, I, I thought that, that it like, was weird that, it, that, even, that even rumble's not even going to be in there yeah that, that's that, that's the strange crazy. one you know to me this this would seem something that would be better at like a half price you yeah. know better at like 150 then again, i do have the rumble turned off on my <laughs> switch <laughs> because 
at nighttime, like whenever it rumbles, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like going to wake up Catherine or wake up Dez or something like that. Like it's, yeah, anyway. But it's still an option. But it's still an option. It's there. It exists. Comforting. I know we to mention that on the new one, the 3DS Lite, it has an actual D-pad instead of those four buttons. That's right. That acts as a D-pad right now. Yeah. Um, Which that is, nice. is more appealing to me. Okay. I hate those stupid four buttons. If they but that's sold, something that should be easily fixable with the regular Switch. They, yeah, if they, they sold they should, like a Joy-Con with a D-pad, it's yeah. like I would buy that tomorrow. I don't you know. know? <laughs> the thing that also baffles me about the Switch: why in the world are you not selling just like a plethora of colors in the of these for these Joy Cons and things like that? Where it's like this yeah. is a D-pad, and then this is something else. People like, like colors. People like options. Totally. People, people I would like accessories. So when yeah. Super Smash Brothers came out, I thought that the the perfect solution for everyone who was like, oh, but like the, the GameCube controller, you know, right, right, right. would have been to like release a, uh, a Joy-Con with that that configuration of buttons That'd on the awesome. Joy-Con. That'd be so right. cool. I think they did release like a, like just like a yeah. GameCube style controller. Yeah. Yeah. For, with an adapt- the- yeah, so it would actually like plug in. Yeah, like a WaveBird type style thing. You're like, right. oh, this is cool. Yeah. Um, what I'm also more interested in is what comes after this. Yeah. The Switch XL or whatever they're going to call mm. it. Yeah. Like a uh, maybe a higher resolution with maybe still increased battery life mm-hmm. or whatever they want to do, like upgrade wise. Yeah. Because like I th- I think that's probably coming. I mean, if they've if they've done that uh, two times over now with yeah. their handhelds at yeah, least. The, the new Nintendo 3DS XL had like slightly more processing power and a couple other features or whatever. So yeah, yeah I forgot I w- about that even. Dude, yeah, like they had the, the naming conventions are they weird. They had the DS and they had the 3DS and they had the new 3DS. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. And then they had the new 3DS XL like because they released those simultaneously <laughs> and only the XL really sold. The the thing like with um, <laughs> Nintendo that pu- that would be against the fact that like hey, let's let's upgrade the the internals or whatever and and call it good uh, a pro or whatever they've just recently filed with the fcc to be able to switch out the processor and the ram in the new models of the switch um to upgrade them a little bit but without having to file a new like fcc so would they just have like just different would it be like do you remember the uh xbox 360 like later models mm-hmm. had better GPUs yeah. and processors in them. That's yeah, I and, think but, that's but, what they, but they weren't like labeled as different new consoles. They're they called the same thing. Better versions of it, slightly better internals to be able to like eke out, a, load a little bit faster, to eke out a little bit more power or whatever whenever they need it. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of like that's the only thing that would go against the Switch Pro coming out like next year or the year yeah. after or something like that. I do think like it would be a, a smart thing for them to do that because the new PlayStation. And the new Xbox are going to be coming out in totally. the next, you know, eighteen months. Yeah. And Nintendo is like, what generation are we? Like, are we? Are you guys going to update with like the, that point? Oh, I don't like, think they, they're not even like playing that game right, anymore. That, that's that's what I was going to ask. Is you know, how, how long do you think Nintendo's going to ride? You know, kind of the Switch wave, which as they should. I mean, it's yeah. you know massively yeah. successful. Yeah. But I mean, how far do you think they are from like actually releasing a, a new console? themselves you know two years three years four years i would know? say i would say if we are going to see a switch pro i would say two years like from from now like they oh, would so release but i'm talking switch about pro. not even like something oh. switch like absolutely they'll oh. keep releasing well, you know on how long uh, the switch how long they, a, better, a better switch yeah, yeah. If, so i think i say and, and if, more things based around the switch you know absolutely the, the switch Lite right. pro xl minor will come out you if know there's not a a like switch xl or pro i think yeah a couple of years from now we'll probably see some like a new console maybe. yeah but like like a switch 2 yeah yeah this something like that but 
because they are also yeah they're also like they like to hang on to like names that uh, are successful are successful that's why we saw the Wii U <laughs> and it was You're so right, confusing right, it's right. like was this a, it would this... be like, should be the Switch 2 is yeah. the this, new this, Switch is this a new console or is this the same well, console with a different peripheral the, the, I don't know the new Switch they like that <laughs> yeah yeah new new Nintendo Switch uh, I don't know I, I, th- I think whatever it is any kind of like upgrade whether mm-hmm. it's a new console or a, a better version of this one yeah will be a couple years yeah. like at least you know like next year or the year maybe they announce it next year and it comes out fall or they announce it like, and it comes out in the spring, kind of like this one did. Yeah, I was very like, I confused. Can see the spring of like 2021. With the times that we're in, too, like it, it's hard for me to think, especially with Nintendo and their like trends with uh, the things that they're pushing. It's hard to think that like the next really big console thing that they come out with isn't going to be like dipping its toes in like VR. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, they have well, the they Labo have the, VR, the cardboard like VR that you would strap to, like you need no, 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 strap. strap. You have to, hold, strap. It. Yeah, you're right, you have to you're hold it up to your face. Sure. Okay, oh no, it's yeah. like this. You you hold it like this because you have still have to use the controllers up next to your face. <laughs> yeah. No, it's they'll, insane. Uh, it's the, the most absurd looking thing I've ever seen. I think there'll be something a little bit you know bigger than that probably. <laughs> probably you know. <laughs> the, uh, the the funny thing about Nintendo is like that they they don't work on the same time frames and like whenever they have something that's successful they will hold on to it. Like again with the 3ds it's like we're looking at like nine years of the 3ds at this point almost yep. like and then they did the ds for like 10 and we had the wii for so long dude mm-hmm. they're just dance 2019 is coming out on the wii I like love there's it. still games coming out on the original because they still sell like there's well, still people out there looking to dance that own a wii that's <laughs> it's crazy dude that's great. Yeah, they're they're definitely just in their own lane, their own league. Like PlayStation, Xbox are definitely like high competitors. You know, yeah. that are just like always like copying each other, just back and forth on stuff. And we's just kind of like <laughs> cool, like you know, like we we're, we're just over here in Japan doing yeah. Mario. Have you guys heard of our our Switch system that doesn't switch? Yeah. Which, by the way, they, they, there was a funny joke. I wish I remembered who tweeted out or whatever. They said that they missed the prime opportunity to call this rather than the Switch Lite to call it the Light Switch. Anyway, thought that was a good one. Um, is that the news? That's the news. All right, and we've now come to the point of the show that uh, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. Uh, spoiler-free. In an extremely safe, spoiler-free yeah. environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I know nothing. Until the spoiler countdown, and, and then, then, I, we'll, then, then we'll I'll dive leave. in. Listen, guys, um, if you hear the spoiler <laughs> countdown... You, you better just, I mean, <laughs> cut the power. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally just run out of your house <laughs> and your, go... <laughs> throw your phone out the car window. Yeah. Uh, just get away from it as far as possible. I've Still got connected. a couple of spoilers brewing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding them here this whole time. Um, so, Stranger Things, season three. Uh, the thing about this season, like, that I... I, I was not as into season two of Stranger Things as I was season one. Season one of Stranger Things, we were talking about before. The, like, I feel like season one of Stranger Things is basically a perfect season of television. Like, yep. I don't know. I don't know if a single thing in season one that I would would criticize or change too much. Um, whereas, like season two of Stranger Things, I was like, oh, this. You know, I I didn't enjoy it as much. There were things that I did enjoy in it, yeah, but there weren't things that I I was just like blown away by. There were things that I enjoyed more, but then there's also things that I enjoyed way less. Yeah, yeah. Like I all mean, of it, episode it's, seven. I, I wouldn't call eight, it bad. I, I've definitely enjoyed all of you know as far as just like to 
I, I enjoyed that experience of watching mm-hmm. all, all, all of the seasons. You know, yeah. it was just like it wasn't a bad time or no. like a waste of time totally, or, no. or, or no. anything. It was all, all of them have, have been, you know, a, an exciting time of like, oh, great, it's released and we can watch all these and it's and it's been a, a good time. But well, yeah, even I, episode I, seven, I, I agree with those. It still is only like an hour long. And you're like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one where uh, <laughs> she's off? Eleven's uh, yeah. off doing her. Eleven. Season, we're like, in a completely different city. It's like Stranger Things or whatever, Heroes you know? Edition. Yeah. With with like <laughs> characters that I don't know, I the, yeah um, anyway I don't know it, it was in, it was it was it was interesting so, so, so I read something like just earlier today that I oh man I can't even like uh, somebody like just like one word like paraphrased every season and they and they were like you know season one just like perfect pacing and they were like season two uh, and the, and it was true and it was definitely a lot more kind of like uh, emotional and mm-hmm. kind of like emotional kind of deep tone development yeah. you know type stuff and then season three uh they call it they said barn burner <laughs> <laughs> barn burner. that's the thing is like this is the return to form for me like where i'm like man yeah. like from from the the first episode like i was just like oh the they they nailed the aesthetic again like they nailed the the vibe they nailed it but it was also different yeah is what i liked like it, it was definitely you know they've released the last two seasons in october very mm-hmm. halloween very very like spooky mm-hmm. and this one definitely had kind of that summer loving vibe yeah. and uh, and it and it and they but they pulled it off like that it still fit with the show perfectly yeah and that's the thing about like with season 1 like they didn't just nail the setting of the 80s or whatever they mm-hmm. nailed like the vibe of the direction the 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 ambulance slash steven spielberg kind of aspect of right that period so like they didn't mm-hmm. just necessarily play off of the nostalgia and the, the the for that time period they played off of the media entertainment that was popular made in the 80s mm-hmm. and so whereas with season two i felt like it kind of just like felt like we hadn't quite marinated this in in the 80s enough you know where it almost felt like oh this is the setting is in the 80s but it's not doesn't have the same vibe from a uh directorial oh, like, i think sp- like standpoint i think uh they did was it season two though that they were the Ghostbusters though? Yeah, yeah. It's like th- I thought that was cool. I thought it was season one. Was that season? That one? was season two. The first episode of season two. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. It was okay. on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It was and so, like, and, and yeah. so okay. like I, I thought like that aspect of it. But yeah, as you went further into the season, those mm-hmm. kind of things kind of you just didn't need them almost. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it didn't it didn't feel quite as Steven Spielberg. Well, and they whatever. weren't as like I remember in the first season, you know, like you know they were using walkie talkies and mm-hmm. like the telephones. Like there was all these things that were like very like dated like mm-hmm. did not it does not feel like today because we don't use that stuff mm-hmm. we don't need to use that stuff anymore and then season two it didn't really m- make any kind of difference it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't play into anything yeah right. like the, the setting okay. didn't necessarily um it wasn't a character almost where it's yeah. like i feel like in, in the season town one, wasn't a character and anymore. in this like in this this one it's, it's back to that where it feels and it feels different though it yeah. feels like a little bit more edgy like it's more of the edgier movies in uh in from the 80s or whatever where you're like oh this is a little bit more mature a little bit more action heavy um movies from that time period where you're like oh this is exciting um but i do feel like it's just we're back you know and that's 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 exciting to me just in, inherently right. as well as you know uh the kids are getting older, and and, and and I think that that, apart from the fact that they're getting older faster than the show is getting older, um, <laughs> <laughs> I did think they did a pretty good job. Like it wasn't they like did. it wasn't they like did. Harry Potter, like where you're like clearly this is a 23 year old man. You know, a couple of them, get, you know, it's like man, Will's pretty tall now, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like those short shorts are real short, like on those long legs. 
<laughs> but uh, even in the show, you know, it, it's been at least a, you know a year or two, you know, in the between season one and season three. Yeah. And so you know the kids are in different states and like their lives, you know, things change so fast when you're a kid. You know, when you're ten, mm, you're doing yeah. like you know this group of thing and then suddenly you're like you're like well i'm 12 now so i gotta be mature and i gotta like like girls or something like that you know whatever it is and so i think this also nailed that to where it it was the same characters but then showed them Mm -hmm. kind of in a slightly different phase Mm -hmm. of life and on summer break and they're you know having you know summer love and they're getting dropped off at the mall and they're Mm. you know going to carnivals and just like you know it's just kind of this but it all done in that kind of perfect 80s setting which when when you were talking about that just a second ago i was thinking you know those kind of things like you almost want them to seem like they were made in the 80s like 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 that that, that's how you want period pieces to like be to where like you want them to feel like they were made then Mm -hmm. not like oh man it's awesome that we can like replicate this you know you know bizarro 80s world you know in uh (laughs) in in, in a movie now but it's just like oh wow cool you know it that you can it honestly it even in most movies, like it kind of blows my mind most of the time, like how much they're able to like recreate yeah. uh, these old settings and these old things. Like, I mean, shout out to like people that like do just like props and set work and stuff like yeah. that. Like, it, it's design, like a thankless job, stuff. you know? Yeah, oh, like yeah. how well, it's amazing. Like, what material so many... would have been on that couch? You know, it's like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> but it's like, there are people that it's like they are like the Michael Jordan of that world. Mm-hmm. Like, they are so good at that stuff and yeah. so good at that detail. And like, you know, it, it's kind of like that. Yeah, the best compliment is when you don't kind of get a lot of compliments because you just don't even notice it. You just like, yeah. boom, I'm in the world, and it it does so much to kind of sell you on the story and the show and everything just in general. Yeah, you know, it, it is kind of like you know George Lucas to Star Wars. You know, it's just like that was so much part of that of like look yeah. at just the aesthetic of this world that I built. It's different and it transports you somewhere. And uh, yeah, I definitely feel like we got back to that in uh, in season three Agreed. of Stranger Things. Agreed. Yeah, because it's like if it, it felt fully marinated, where it's like, oh well, this you couldn't have separated out this story from this time period. And mm-hmm. then like, whereas I feel like, like you said, Crystal, early, like with season two, it's like, yeah, you could have separated that story from that time period probably, and it would have been fine. Yeah. You know, and it's like would have ended up about the same way. Um, whereas this one, it's it totally is the uh, is the setting. So. Um, I think it was really well directed. We had three different different directors. We still we had the, uh, Sean Levy directed a couple episodes. Nice. I love Sean. Levy. Um, and that's he's fantastic, dude. Like I yeah, I, I need to like dive into to some of his uh, catalog. You gotta watch. Uh, you gotta watch one of my favorite films. That's right. Uh, uh, Real Steel. That's right. I have not seen. You've never seen. Real, I've Real never Steel? seen. Real I freaking Steel. love Real Steel. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like that's the it's thing. One of like, my favorite opening sequences in all of. It, it I watched the opening sequence film. with you. You've you did, played yes. that for me before. It definitely I, I really is, is one that, like, even when it was coming out, it was just like, what is this? <laughs> right. Like, you know, yeah. a Rock'em Sock'em robot movie yeah. or, yeah, you know, something like that. You they know? marketed it terribly. Like, right, but you know. then, like, you actually watched it and you're like, oh, wow, this, is, this actually is kind of like... Not only fun, but it was also like a heartfelt, like yeah. cool, like well written, like you know, pretty good story and yes. movie overall. Yeah, yeah, really cool father son thing. Uh, yeah, but the, so as Sean Levy directed the the, the, the third and fourth uh, episode in this one, and uh, he's done the third and fourth episode since season one. Interesting. Oh wow. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so like, and those are the episodes it, it like in season one and season two where it's like, Oh, the, like it's stuff like, happens. It's like the yeah. turn. Well, season, yeah. Yeah, uh, season, episodes, season you know, one, I remember it was the one where like all the lights were yep. going off, like Christmas lights and like yep. the, the, uh, Demi Gorgon was like coming out of the wall. She was communicating like with the, uh, yep. with the alphabet with Will on the yep. other mm. side. Oh my gosh. Um, and so like, oh, yeah, episode so three good. and four, no. Sean Levy directed. <laughs> um, and then the Duffer brothers did the first two and the last two. And okay. then, uh, Uda Breezewitz, who, who we haven't seen direct in this before. Like, nobody returned from season two other than Sean Levy and the Duffers. Did five and six. Did five and six. And I thought that they were all fantastically done. Like, That's it awesome. felt felt yeah. really good. I do think, like, though, whenever Sean Levy does direct uh, the like, show, oh. you can tell. Like, I literally looked <laughs> it up because I was like, this seems like th- this one's... This one's slightly different. Like there's something, something <laughs> mm. a little more like about like some of the shots that he did, yeah. some of the uh, the more dynamic elements that are in there with like like so like lighting and stuff. Yeah. Where you're like, man, this is something is weird here. So I looked it up and I was like, okay, Sean Levy did this one. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's that. a very interesting part of television that I'm trying to become a little bit more uh, aware of. You know, I, you get so wrapped up in the movie world where everything's mm-hmm. like, you know, who's the director and you know who's who they they should do the whole trilogy and you know and everything. Where like TV, it's just all over the place mm-hmm. yep. you know that you know you have 20 episodes and sometimes 16 different directors you yeah. know it's just like it's so much and then that you want to have a, the same tone to the series but uh-huh. you're also trying to like make your own thing and like do your own art and like ha- have your own voice in this and it's you know a lot of times it it goes un- unnoticed you know by me even well not noticing that that's what I'm noticing. Right. Yeah. More so. Like, you may notice yeah. things kind of subconsciously, like, I didn't like this episode. Or that was much. a real good episode. Or, or, you that know? episode was awesome. Yeah. And, and some, and I think in my mind, I think, oh, well, it was just better written, or just the plot in this episode what was better than the plot in the yeah. other episode. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think it is just that. It's just the director, and just yeah. like they've just got this way of working with the actors, and they mm-hmm. can get out this, this just kind of extra juice out of it, you know, that, uh, that just makes it really, really good. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, so I've been walk, going back through It's Always Sunny, mm-hmm. and I've been paying attention to which ones were written by differently, either Rob oh, or, nice. or um, Charlie. Yeah. And honestly, the ones that I think the ones that I like the most are ones that Charlie either wrote or co-wrote. Nice. And mm-hmm. and sometimes they direct like Dennis. I actually really like the way Dennis directs. Yeah. Nice. Not Dennis. That's the character. Uh, uh, Glenn. Glenn Howerton. Howerton. I like the way he directs. But it's, it's I don't know. It's like. That's a series I've seen before, yeah. but just hadn't thought about on that yeah. level before. Yeah, that's it's, fascinating. It's, it's, it's an interesting kind of new way to th- think about it. Um, uh, what What did you think about just overall uh, the pacing of this season, or how the plot kind of you know moved forward? To me, this one was more kind of. Uh, less of a build mm-hmm. in my mind like hmm. season one and two to me are like a very kind of like build episode by episode to this like grand finale and there was mm. that in this season yeah but to me there was kind of a lot more happening like episode per episode yeah and uh i think there were like bigger like there were bigger moments um in some of the earlier episodes like but i do still think i watched like i i anticipated the series more and more as I went. Like, so it still felt like a, yeah. uh, like, Oh, this is a snowball rolling down the hill. And like, it gets more and more urgent for me to hit that next episode. Like mm-hmm. the further into the season I was. And I always forget like you know, how it's, it's quick. Like it, it's still, I mean, yeah, eight it, episodes it, is not long. Yeah, it, it's TV and it, and it, it is still long form, but yeah, it, we're talking about eight, eight to nine episodes per season that they're doing. 
and most people are, you know, kind of just binging through it. And then, yeah, you know, before you know it, you're like, oh man, we're on episode five right mm-hmm. now. There's only three more. Like, yeah. where, where, where is this going? Like in some ways, like, uh, I feel like the plot is even like a little smaller than it could be. Like, you know, like I, I feel like personally that you could make these like 10 to 12 episode oh, yeah. seasons and, uh, not draw things out, but add more things mm-hmm. and like do bigger things with the world, with the universe, with yeah. the upside down, with all, all, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's like the, I like that they've kept it small. I do think they're, they are expanding it in, in good ways now. Like where it's like, Oh, this is like the, the scope of like what the kids are getting into. It's like, Oh, this is, this is large. Like, respectively large for the the older kids that we have now you know where it's like oh season one we're basically just dealing with the upside down and one monster and it's like the season two oh we have a lot of these things and yeah and like that was that was decent like appropriately like a scale up and then this is in addition to that another scale up where you're like oh this this feels like they're older you know they, yeah. they would deal with things this way um everybody should watch this if you liked stranger things at all like you should watch this for sure um but you do you say watch it? I would definitely say watch it. I I, I would also give just like an additional note to uh, that all the acting performances. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like are very 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 good this season. Uh, I would even say a cut a cut like it, maybe you didn't like uh, the way the season happened or the way it laid out, but I think that everybody's performance was the best it's a, it's a, it's ever been. Yeah, agreed. Uh, for for everybody, I feel like everybody stepped up their game and it, and it paid off on screen. Agreed. Like I think yeah, especially. Um especially like obviously like pretty much all hell cast is like returning there's some new faces or whatever but like sure. literally every single one of them i was like this there were there were times where i was like emotionally invested in basically every character that was there yeah i think yeah um which i is is such a good feat from a both a writing standpoint as well as like just a directorial d- delivery like just acting like it's like oh man i f- i felt the things that i was intended to feel with every single character along the way so you have uh, missed one of the most important parts of Stranger Things. Oh man! Me. How was the music? It was good. How was the music? It was good. I, I, the, the biggest thing different this time around, like it was a little bit more um, complex in in the original score, like in the uh, kind of synth wave kind of score. There, there's some more complex things uh, that happen in that music later on, especially where that I very much appreciated and thought fit really well. Um, the licensed stuff was cool as well. There, there is a couple licensed moments uh, that that are very notable. That stand right. out a lot. Right. Stand out quite um, a and bit. And there's one uh, in th- that I'll talk about in the spoiler section the, that stands out a lot. Yeah. So yeah, the <laughs> the licensed stuff. I feel like in season two, like on on the first episode, I thought it was a little bit much on season two, and I did feel that way somewhat this time too, where I was like, oh man, like. It went through like a whole string where it's like, oh, this is there's a there's a licensed song that plays almost in its entirety. There's another licensed song that plays almost in its entirety, and then like we then we get back into this. And I, I wanted them to lean more into it, huh. and as we get more into this into this season, that happens more, and they use the licensed stuff for those high moments of mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, this is the, you know there's it's appropriate because like oh this is there's something happening where now we have a licensed. Track. I mean, were they using it in the beginning? I don't know. I haven't seen it like. I feel like you you use that kind of stuff more in the beginning of a movie and the beginning of a TV series or or season two come kind of more set the 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 tone and yeah. set the place and the time period definitely and then you can that. move into your own stuff definitely that like I mean, it definitely that's the thing up. that happens all the time in movies you start off you know you're like you know have an intro sequence with a 
licensed song for and sure like moving another song but so in a movie though i think about the entire duration of the movie you have like a two hour long movie and this is like an eight hour long thing and so the entire first episode like you kind of just move it's, it's percentages are right with the entire like storyline but i feel like in the first episode it's like man that, that whole hour like i felt like i was moving in and out of licensed stuff a little bit too fast but that's just a personal preference thing too like everybody else loved season two's opener and like i was like ah the license yeah, i'd rather exactly like so that's the thing is you'll probably love it right. um it's just that that was my personal critique of it was like eh, i i would rather have more synth it's kind of stuff original score right off the bat than the licensed stuff. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would say it was it was also a little different, you know, as well as far as like the original stuff. I mean, it was still kind of that same kind of '80s synth thing, but again, it was a little less spooky and a little bit more kind mm. of uh, adventurous. You know, That's it, cool. you know, even though it, like it wasn't at all afraid to. Uh, to delve into the the, you know, the more spooky, creepy like elements yeah. at all, but you know, you know, like I said, I, I really felt like they 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 leaned into uh, you know the the July Fourth release of yeah. this thing in, cool. in a really good way. Yeah, that's awesome. Agreed. It's awesome. All well, right, well, I will leave the room. We're gonna spoil this thing. All right, uh, Chris, don't you have like a walk you need to take? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're going to spoil this thing, and uh, Chris has just barely exited in the, the correct amount of time here. His, he, he got out of here fast. The timer's going. Very fast. So we're going to spoil this thing in five, a four, a three, a two, a one. Throw out a spoiler. Throw out a spoiler. There's no way that David Harbour's character's dead. <laughs> <laughs> The, the hop, like yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, there's no way that Hopper's dead. So yeah, like that's the the end credit sequence or Go, mid credit yeah, yeah, sequence, well, whatever going, you want to call going, it. This this is only for season finishers spoilers. That's you know? true. That's true. That's and like <laughs> credits more, finishers more, spoilers. Yeah, then more so than just the normal. Like this is the person that sits there and goes, "Oh wait, is it snowing? Is this the upside down? No, no, no. It is snowing. You're. I was right the first time. And uh, and then there's an American in some cell. Um, yeah, the end was like the, the end credit sequence there was weird because I have lots of questions about it. We closed the, 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 the gateway. Why is this, uh, Demogorgon still functioning? Like what, why is it here? Like, like obviously they had brought it through at some point from some rift that they've made between the two worlds. So I don't know, man. Here, here, here's the deal. And, and this will kind of, you know, kick, kick off into, we'll kind of revert more back to, towards the beginning yeah. of, the, of, of the thing. But uh, to me, like this season, and again, like overall really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. But if I had just like a, a, a gripe off the bat, mm-hmm. I don't really feel like there was that much more development or explanation of the upside down mm. almost at all. Yeah, the villain Which is, the villain was basically the same as season 2. You're right. Yeah, there was some there was some there was some there was some upgrade to me. Definitely. But there's definitely and I'm sure that, you know, if if you, you know, watch and like write down every piece of dialogue that was said, like I'm sure that there was like more stuff that was said than I'm exactly realizing. Yeah, maybe. But like I remember when season one came out, like one, which season one was massively upside down right. heavy. And right. uh but then I remember at the time, obviously it was there were still a lot of questions and very so intriguing. Many. And the Duffer brothers at the time where they're like, We've got pages of stuff about the upside down mm-hmm. like like we know so much about like this this world and this universe and like they were touting like all of this just like yeah. this wasn't just like, like a like is. a surface level thing that we threw out as a gimmick like we mm-hmm. really know this stuff and i was like cool yeah we'll, we'll explore more into that 
And then it was like kind of a kind of like in like the newer like alien movies, you know, mm-hmm. where they're like trying to find our creator and everything. Yep. And I'm like, cool, I love that. Yeah, and let's do and this. then they're like, but then aliens, like we're not actually gonna explore that at all. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but then everyone gets murdered, right. you know, and in those movies. That similar thing where I'm like, I- I'd like to know a little bit more about that. And like, did we we even like only went in the upside down, maybe one or two times <sighs> yeah. this whole season? If at all. Because we saw like no, because Billy in the first episode, Billy goes in there, and there's right. like the army of like people that are marching. It's army of Billies. You're right. And you're, it's hard to know like what was in in people's minds versus yeah. like what was actually physically in you know ripping the tree type of a situation. Like let's go into right. the other upside down. You know, right. interesting. However, I would say that's, that's overall though a minor gripe to me because. This was a season that I was just like along the ride for. Yeah. Like from the moment that I started watching the first episode to the last episode, even if there was a plot hole or two along yeah. the way or even some this or that. Even the absurdity of infinite hallways and that for sort sure. of For <laughs> sure. Like it, it was still just like, don't care. I'm just having yeah. a good time yeah. with this. And again, that goes back to like the characters were very engaging, believable. You were invested in them. The music and direction yeah. was was very backed up. And like I said, in the 80s feel was was really, really there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and I just I liked uh I liked all the effort that was put into everybody's storyline. Yeah, and everything like the thing that I love about it was everyone was semi-separated. Like they were together at some points. Yeah, it was a lot of just like pairs. But then we like separated people off into good groups. Like where I felt like with season two, like we had like certain groups of people and I was just like, well, why is Eleven completely separated from everybody? Is it because Mm -hmm. she's completely overpowered and would immediately wipe out these things? And it's like, the answer was yes. Yes. And and so like they had to separate her in that one, but they didn't in this one. But I loved having Eleven punch back into the fold. And it was, it was nice to have that group of people. It was nice to have uh, the, the, at one point we had, uh, we had the, the, the older teens or I guess like they're now what? 20 now it's like how old were You're they talking about wyona Ryder's older son yeah and uh, and, and uh, nancy yeah, uh, yeah working yeah. at the newspaper and yeah, like, i think they're like 18 so that group of people like they were on their own like doing their thing and it, it tied into this other thing and you're like why aren't they talking but they can't talk to each other because like they don't have cell phones on there right, you know the, right. it's like nobody can get in contact with each other and so no one knows what the like everybody has a piece of the puzzle I and did. then slowly over time as they come together they keep putting these pieces of the puzzles back together and they're like oh my goodness I did really like that. So I mean, so what? So what did you have? So you had the scoops troop at yep. the ice cream place, which was the you know scoops troop, the scoops troop, which was Steve, Dustin, and the and the new girl. Steve, since since the back half of season one, Steve has been like my fa- like since I guess the last episode of season one. Steve Steve's has been my the favorite hero color. of this season <laughs> to me. Like He's Steve, so good. Steve was so good in this season. And never changed his outfit even once. Dude, that, um, that thing got disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, it was horrible. Disgusting. <laughs> but you had the, them doing the ice cream thing, and they're getting in, in on like this like Russian in, intel that Dustin in, in, infiltrated. Which and then, I love that I like that pair up alone, like of Dustin and uh, and Steve, like them together. Like I liked them together in season two. Like that was the right. big shining point for me in season two was whenever he was babysitting, you know, Dustin and that group of kids, basically, yeah. and. And, uh, and so th- their interplay with whenever he comes into the scoops and they like talk to each other and and uh, <laughs> and other handshake and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just the, the rapport that those two characters now have with each yep. other. It like you're like oh time has passed and they still like each other a lot. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that that was that was really interesting. Then uh, then you have more development with like Hopper and. Uh, 
what's her what's what's her name? I forget. Joyce. That, that, that. Joyce. Hop, Hopper and Joyce. You know, now since you know Bob is out of the picture, you know Hopper thinks that it's time for Dude. you know that that maybe he he can finally you know sail off into the sunset with Joyce, and uh, she's not having it. I loved Bob, and I was bummed whenever he died in season two, but. I will say, like this was a this was a really good like journey to go on with uh, with those two characters this they season. Had it a paid great off really well this, this season for sure. Like, and they just again they they just like leaned into what was going on, you know, like because yeah. it was very much just like this classic like trope of like two people that like very much like kind of like each other, yeah. But for like logical r- fear or whatever reasons in their brain, they're like, no, it absolutely shouldn't happen. But then that develops with just like this classic, just like bickering between yeah. each other, like yeah. all the time. That becomes even more hilarious when you put other people around them oh, yeah, while dude. they're bickering. It was just like every <laughs> little like detail that they layered onto like some of these storylines just like kept making that storyline better and better and better, uh, and just more of an enjoyment. Um, the the funny thing, like with 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 Hopper's character, his character got pretty dark, like this this season too, like with with the basically you know it did torturing the uh, the the mayor and stuff. Like, oh my goodness, like this was yeah, that got did. intense. Like, I had to but turn I, away a few times. I loved it. Though. Like, I, I his character to me kind of fell off in season two a lot. Yeah. Like, I really didn't like where his character was at. It was a lot more just kind of like that kind of energy in a very depressing, you know, kind yeah. of way. Yeah. Uh, which was what his character was absolutely go- going through. And it, like, mm-hmm. it, it may have made sense, but it wasn't like as enjoyable on screen. Oh yeah. Whereas like here, especially like you hit that like halfway turn in the season and like, he just goes like Magnum PI dude. Yeah, I mean, I like, mean, he, he's got those blue jeans and that tucked in like flamingo yeah, top shirt and he's just rolling around like I doing old school justice. Somebody's, somebody's like, what is that shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Like, so like they keep they keep like bringing up the shirt because she even mentions like where did yeah. you get that shirt and he's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> I know it's awesome. it's so good it's it's great Be- and and it's like that's the thing that like you almost like feel like the chemistry of the set like yeah. with those kind of things because yeah. you know that that was almost like a joke on set of just yeah. like oh dude David Harper like we want you to wear this shirt and he's like that shirt like are you serious <laughs> man or whatever and so it became probably a joke on set and yeah. then that translated into this very like organic joke in the movie and that's one of those small details that you said like like earlier it's somebody's job to like come up with oh what what, what type of material and fabrics were popular at the time and like that shirt is one of them where it stands out and then a lot of what uh, Eleven was wearing like through after they go to the Gap and go to the mall and like have the shopping spree montage like yeah a lot of her outfits you're just like man this is fantastic like this feels oh, so man. authentic i loved 11 style this season man I, I loved the shopping montage and just like how again she just seemed so bleak like in season two and then here it was just kind of this breakout of like okay now i'm really like finding myself more I've, you know, I've loved and lost, you know, she's going through this hilarious, you know, classic, just like 13 year old emotional, like girlfriend, so boyfriend, like drama, which is, uh, awesome. You know, there yeah. were so many great lines, you know, so, so many great moments like with, <laughs> with Max as well as like with, yeah. with, uh, 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 Finn Wolfhard. What's it? What's his character? I can't remember his name. Oh my goodness. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Where like th- the interchanges where she dumps him and all this. It's yeah. the way that that all like worked together. I was like, this feels very 
authentic to like kids and like right. what if kids have the power to like spy on other people and like like what would the kid do with yeah, this yeah, and like yeah. it feels like oh immediately you're like yes of course this this is what would happen so mm-hmm. and and it's entertaining to watch uh, as well as you know being true to those characters so the uh, the visuals of her outfits a lot of times whenever she was in um in uh his head uh the what's his name oh my goodness billy billy Billy's head like whenever she goes into his head and she's on the beach and like then there's the storm off in the distance and like the way that like whenever she would go into the like mind realm with mm-hmm. the, like the, the the black room and it, right that all was even more visually stunning I feel like this season than it has been before like in mm-hmm. uh, in season one it was visually stunning because I hadn't really seen it represented in those types of ways like mm-hmm. a, a mind realm but then in this, like, it ups the game with color. Like, it brings, uh, it's not just uh, kind of a bleak drab kind of a thing. And even, like, the aliens, mm-hmm. like, oh, they're red or whatever, or not red, they're uh, they're gray. But now we have, like, the red sky and things like that representing uh, the, where the the location of the the barn or whatever, the, where, where the big, big bad guy is. Do you think part of that is a representation of, like, her getting better at that? Her, like, her, her increased, like, you know, power it's in that and, and gaining more clarity in that, in that realm? Yeah, and definitely like the fact that like in season two she went into her mom's brain, but then she was able to go into Billy's brain and and see right. his memories and things like that. Like, that was that definitely shows like the increase of her powers. And then yeah. you know obviously she semi loses them at the at the end point of this, right. which I'm with you know I'm I'm with uh, Mike where it's like oh, they'll they'll be back. Like there's, sure. there's no way they're not not bringing that back. Absolutely, I, I think to me. That was, and it's a thing that can kind of be done cheaply a lot of way, like, oh, Spider-Man lost his powers, or oh, yeah. whatever lost his powers, like, because they're too powerful. Like, right. And, and, and it's, it's true, like, yeah. in some ways, you know, yeah. that because you keep having to tell the same, like, stories of that, well, of course, just Eleven's going to come in at the end, and she's mm-hmm. going to, like, throw a bunch of stuff around and, mm-hmm. like, split people in half or mm-hmm. whatever, like, insane stuff she's doing. Yeah. And you definitely had some of that this season. Yeah, we which, had that which, with which, Billy which, earlier. Which was really, really cool. Um, but then it was nice to be able to see, uh, like, kind of other people have to use some critical thinking. And, mm-hmm. and like, you even kind of, like, uh, I liked how, like, you kind of had two different dynamics of the other characters where some of them were of just that mindset. They were just like, well, we have 11. Yeah. Like, duh, we don't oh, have yeah. to, duh, we don't have to do anything. Yep. Whereas like some of the other characters are like, Hey, no, like 11's a person. I'm like, <laughs> and we all have to like play our part here. And like, think of a way to like defeat this thing. And like, uh, whatever, we'll use these fireworks. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And I thought that that was cool. You know, that was a way to, uh, kind of bring some of the other characters to have some more emotional meaning for sure because they were actually like thinking about how to like save themselves and not just like oh i hope 11 saves us soon like right. it's just like no 11's 11's done man like yeah. you, you've you've got to like <laughs> figure this out like be <laughs> that, that, we, we, we've emptied that gas tank a little bit there like i mean and i feel like over the course of the season the threat just gets larger and larger whereas mm-hmm. the first encounter like with the uh, in the sauna the sauna yeah, test yeah, yeah. if you will whenever they put billy in there and he breaks out and she throws him through a wall. Like the threat was real there, and mm-hmm. but she was able to overcome it. And then he runs away, and you're like, okay, he got away this time. But we didn't obviously like we we could have chased him down. Like we could have got, you know, but we weren't confident. Like they weren't confident they could have won, right. and he wasn't confident that he could have won either. So like you had this kind mm-hmm. of like cool dynamic of 
the uh, the matching of of mm-hmm. skill and the and there were ways that like okay so sure if we even if we take out one person or take out one tentacle there are fourteen others that are you know smashing mm-hmm. through the building at that one point um, so it's it, I thought that the way that they escalated a lot of the conflict mm-hmm. with L specifically to counter her powers was really well done this time versus you know the solution in season two which was just remove her completely so. yeah and, and to me her losing her powers was done in almost like this natural way you know where it, to me it just literally seemed like yeah. dr- drain of yeah. just like hey i'm ju- i'm just literally drained like the gas yeah. tank's empty like i just i can't do this anymore like yeah absolutely they'll, they'll come back maybe they'll tie it to something deeper like you know that she's tied to the upside down and that because they've closed the portal, she's losing, you know, possibly, like, yeah. I mean, who knows how they'll, how they'll wrap it up, but, it, but the way it was done seemed very, you know, a, a natural progression, For you sure. know, of, of not just like, Oh, why doesn't she have her powers? It mm-hmm. was just, to me, it was kind of like, well, yeah. Like, did you see her last scene? Like yeah. she threw a guy through a building, like, you know, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like ah, she, she threw a car like at four people at that while one point. She got you know? beat up too. Like, you know, not, <laughs> it's, it's not like she just did like awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, she, she really went like, got got like a uh, tit for tat like oh, on, on, on some stuff and the ending there i thought that it was a nice twist to have her essentially whenever bill like she's at the mercy of billy and the monster whenever the fireworks are going off and it's like they're sure they're distracting the monster so it's like it's not going to take her out immediately or whatever but then she reaches billy in a different way than like a, a violence or like a sheer mm-hmm. force kind of a way which i thought was a really awesome way to go with it where it's like it it kind of it brought out this heart into it um and honestly like it made you like feel bad for someone that you like never should feel bad for you know you're like oh man the 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 scene where it's like oh man he's you know he he just wanted to surf that big wave you know or whatever and so like then you feel this like oh man like she reached billy on that level and he saved her you know in Mm -hmm. the end so like that's it's fascinating. I thought that was a really cool twist and a very cool way to take her out of out of like play as far as the sheer power goes, but then bring in a different element of like, hey, she's able to still defend herself in some way emotionally or like whatever you know you mm-hmm. want to want to put out there. So it's fascinating. Yeah. What 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 do you think of the whole arc of uh, of Billy this this season? You know, he he was uh he was. Not the villain in season two, but he was, you know, the the human protag- the protagonist or, or antagonist. A- a- antagonist, you know, yeah. where, where, you know, he was just kind of the, the the older brother, you know, that was, you know, fed up with all these all these stupid kids and was kind of a mean dude. Oh, he's totally and, a bully, <laughs> and and you very much saw that uh, massive jerk. Same kind of thing in the in the first like five ten minutes of this uh, mm-hmm. season and first episode. Yeah, um, but then they go in kind of this again. Like I thought it was an interesting way. To where then they super make him the villain by him getting uh, flayed, as, yeah. as they were calling it, where this whatever the big bad from the from the beyond the is, mind you know, flare. It, the mind flare is, you know, he made Billy his new will, you know, right. in so many ways, you know, where he was like the main one that that thing like possessed. Yeah, bigger, better will, you know. So, but then it added this interesting dynamic where like kind of like instantly as Billy was like taken over by that, like you kind of felt 
uh, one, at least a little bit bad for Billy and kind of this turn within him already yeah. of like, whoa, this is bigger than just like being a jerk here, like type thing. Like, yeah. like this is, this is super, super like bad. You're, you're murdering and, and people. I feel like, and I feel like he quickly realized that he did not want to be mixed up in that, but was super trapped in that. And, yeah. and like, so what became the, the overall, the villain of this whole season. Yeah. Um, and then you amplified that more by, like say, going to that final episode and then making that kind of last emotional twist of him kind of doing the last stand, yeah, and saving L at the end. It's fascinating because like this is a character that in season two, obviously, like you, the only emotion that you're supposed to have for him is dislike. Yeah, like you're just supposed oh, yeah. to hate him, you yeah. know, and that 100 percent hated him all through season two. Yep. And in the beginning of the season, you're like, ah, more of the same, more of this guy. Yep. And then the moment where like you start going, wait a second, there's more going on here is whenever he saves, um, Mike's mom, uh, Karen, I think is her name. Yeah. Um, where he has basically is commanded by the mind flare to kill her there as she confronts him in the stock room of the pool. Oh, right. And then he doesn't. And he says, get away from me and stay away from me. Sure. And you're like, okay, he knows that this is there's something weird going on here. And right. so like you're like, okay, well, at the very least he does care enough to save someone. Right. You know? Um, even if he's like just the most selfish, like mm-hmm. ridiculous human being bully on the planet, it's like he there is something there. Um Well that it wasn't a hundred percent total mind control. You right. know what I mean? That it was a battle of this right. back and forth between right. between two to uh, kind of spirits in one being. Right. And then, you know, all the way through, then you're like, okay, well, he's basically given himself completely to this, even though he's like, I, this isn't me. I, you know, I, I, but in order to survive, I have to, you know, do this thing's will. And so then he gets 30 people. I take it. Like that's what the newspaper at the end said, 30 people have disappeared or 30 people were found dead or whatever. Um, and so, you know, ends up basically killing 30 people. Um, and, then we have the ending of like this moment of like, you're like, okay, you got exactly what you deserved for, you know, whatever reason. Cause Will was able to like kind of fight back a little bit at, at, mm-hmm. to a certain point as well. Um, but like, you kind of like, you gave in a little easy here. Second person that it told you to murder, mm, yeah. you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like you're like, okay, you got, you got what you, what you deserve, but still feel bad for you a little bit, you know, where you're like, ah, oh, this is, this is a human being. This is a guy who like, is, isn't fully in control of, of what's going on to him or what's happens to him in his life. And all the way throughout his entire life from mm-hmm. the time where he was a kid. So it's like, you're, this was a path that you were put on way early. And then now you're, this is the result. And it's kind of just it's the tragedy aspect of it. Like where it's like, oh, this is, this was the, what was going to happen. And that sucks, you know? <laughs> well, I think that, uh, that it's kind of this thing where like the mind flare kind of found the perfect host in yeah. like Billy, you know what I mean? Because to me, like him possessing someone, it's kind of this like amplification, yeah. you know, type, type thing. And like, and Billy was a person that was super susceptible to be like amplified into something so much worse. Yeah. Like to me, that's what makes it all the more tragic. Cause like, absolutely. I think Billy was a super dislikable dude. It's like he's on the verge of like of, uh, but, of you know being completely like unhinged at some point. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe I, I wouldn't have at all called him a killer mm. in in season two. No, definitely not. But. I, I you know I wouldn't have 
seen that anywhere on the page of his character that he was about to go out and just like murder people. It's true. You know, but with that already type of super aggressive and reckless personality, and then you put the mind flayer into this, and it's just like, oh, wow, this works so much better than Will, who just like <laughs> fought me back the exactly. whole time. Like this, this guy, I'm just rolling over this dude. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. I think that's why you saw kind of a lot more damage. You know I mean? You know, he started going through and doing, you know, which was also a new thing this season, this whole like f- mind flaying people. and then Body they, snatching. Then they like turned into like goop. The goop. And like all started forming one giant, you know, <laughs> collecto monster. I thought you that, know? Was, that was fascinating. I thought that was a really unique turn to take it. Cause like, I thought we were going to go just full on like body snatcher. It's like, Oh, you know, all these people are going to be in the town and they're going to be zombies or they're going to be like, Oh, going after the kids. Because, right, which, you was, know, which is, which again, I was like, wow, that's just like, I'm, semi okay with it but yeah. it's like it's very different than like stranger things oh for sure and then they kind of like went hard back into the stranger <laughs> back things into the and, monsters which i'm kind of like also glad about you know i'm glad that they're not afraid to kind of like a do stuff that's mm. like super weird mm-hmm. like that and different and different and then and not that the cgi is bad like no. a, at all but it's not a 200 million dollar movie <laughs> right like they're very much okay with it being uh, goofy in some ways. Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like the way that they design it is like kind of like designed within their budget. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we don't like have to have, like, be, be able to determine exactly what the skeletal structure of this thing is because it can change, you know? Right. It's like, it looks very, very good, but it looks like something that you could make for cheap very, very, yeah. very, very yeah. well. And you know, it mean, it's, it's otherworldly is It's not is like seeing like, uh, like the Hulk or like something like that. Yeah. It's not like that level of like right. CGI and motion capture, that kind of stuff. It's, for sure. it's just a totally different realm that I'm glad that they're, you know, I, I'm a big fan of just like sci-fi or that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and just like, doesn't matter if it's a little bit low budget. If, if like I said, if, if the heart's there, if, yeah. if it's just like if they're if they're confident in it, you yeah. know, I feel like that shows yeah. on the on the screen. Well, I think a lot of the reactions to whatever it is coming through the trees is like it weighs more on you than what's actually coming through the trees anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, no no matter what you're looking at. Um, the uh, the Russian aspect of this thing, like the thing that I felt like with the pacing of the season was early on, we were essentially like trying to find a way to like take season two and make it just bigger and better. Right. Where it's like we we want the mind flare to be the villain and we want to be able to defeat that thing like in a more substantial way than let's just shut the shut the gate or whatever and and we're done you know eleven just goes down there and, oh yeah and and so to set that back up we had to open back up the rift and it's like who's gonna do this right the government is already like we already know you know have contacts in in the U S government so who's gonna do this who's the villain in the eighties mm-hmm. or whatever and it's like okay it's the you know the Russians and so like you have this Russian base in, in the mall and things um, tying it in with the rise of uh, shopping malls was really mm-hmm. fascinating as well like that being the social place to go in town and oh yeah which I thought they also again just like nailed yeah. you know it was just like it was all the scenes in the mall you know were just so so cool and I'm questioning the whole time but it's probably extremely accurate I'm like where are these kids parents you know like what what are all these kids doing here like this is crazy yeah. you know but it's yeah. legitimately I mean just drop your kids off and roll man I mean just like you will pick you up at four I mean, like, you know, like they probably no- bicycled there like it's sure. like oh, just go you know right and even like at the at the uh the fair whenever uh whenever uh 
Joyce is talking to Karen. She's like, where are the kids? And she's, she's like, I, I don't know. Where were they? They were, they were going to this person's house. Then they're going to this person. Who knows where they go? Wa- but it very, and maybe even a touch exaggerated, but it very much was more that time yeah. in the 80s. Well, even where like you that and was I were little, growing up. Yeah, in exactly. the 90s, it was similar to that, you know? <laughs> totally. You know, you go, you go ride your bikes over to a stranger's house. Like, that's totally cool. Like, yeah. no, no no, big deal. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, oh, this is, you were just showing up at random, you know, places. Go, let's go down to the store. Let's go down and hang out at Walmart. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's, it's, the the fact that we're tying the the these different aspects in to reopen the gate to have like that aspect i the russians is really ambitious that's the part of it that i feel is like really it's they they made this bigger in a interesting way by bringing in another you know communist russia into this small right. town and I'm with you. To me, it's just like, okay, was it just kind of like glossed over or did I just like miss a bunch of stuff about like the exact like who's wins, where's or why's? Yeah. And yeah, to me, it almost, it seems more like Indiana Jones fighting the Nazis or like something like that. Yeah. You know, it was just like, oh, well, well, well of course Russia's behind it. You know, at, the, just, at that time, like, of, the, of the big the, enemy was Russia. Of course, of course they have a, you know, a, a secret Russian base under them all. Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it seemed so bizarre. But then, like I said at the beginning, like I was still just like along for the ride and like, cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I missed a couple of the, of the, of the lines of dialogue, that, like explained. I don't think you did. They didn't explain it at all. explained exactly how they're here or even like... Why? Why do they have such an interest in this? Why would or why wouldn't anyone? I, I guess that's true. I, I, I guess. I mean, why did the U.S. government want to open this like pathway or whatever? It originally started by uh, them wanting to spy on people with people, you know, uh, people's minds, like right. L does. But like, it turned into oh, there's an upside down universe. What's this? You know? And so like, I, don't, I just don't know what what the Russians are are planning to gain by this. Right. Um, and no, that's never explained really. But. To me, uh, on the other side, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, there's tons of, it's like conspiracy theories or something like that, you know? And there's tons of conspiracy theories out there, and some of them are outlandish, some of them sound kind of true, some of them in between, and it kind of seems, you know, like that, you know, where where you hear this crazy outlandish thing, and you're like, because you're just this, like, innocent American that believes in the good of the world, you're like, well, that can't be true. The Russians couldn't be, like, infiltrating our country through under under our shopping malls, <laughs> you know? And then, then and, I also think about, like, this is, like, the... <laughs> the the fantasy sci-fi version of the United States, where it's like, of course that would happen in a sant- in a sci-fi version of the you you know the eighties in the United uh-huh. States. Of course it would happen. Or, you I, know? or I had some, someone someone uh... because frankly, like th- th- that's how like communist Russia was was you know kind of put out of commission in the first place. It was like they didn't have the money for this for anything, mm-hmm. and so like they barely had the money to to run their own government or run their own like infrastructure, and so to to then transition all of these people over to the you know the small town it just wouldn't have been realistic but in this version of alternate history mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally possible because the upside down exists right i i heard someone say say uh, uh some, something cool that like really uh kind of put kind of the uh the the outlandishness of this of this show sometimes in good words you know they were like man like imagine that this show 
that like this is these characters playing a D and D game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that it's just like that. It kind of unfolds in that way. Yeah, you know where it's just like it. It's kind of this just like crazy like imagination like trip that you took with your friends or like for sure. Okay, then then my character's gonna go to the top of the hill and build the antenna so I can communicate with my girlfriend in France. Yeah, and then, and then you guys are gonna go down to the mall and then you know get some fireworks and then there's then the Demogorgons coming through the woods and then the Russians are under. The mall, that would also uh, explain you know. how they walked the you know like mile long uh, hallway without being seen by anyone. You know, it's oh. like oh, this is. <laughs> I guess they were, yeah, you know, because I rolled the night. I rolled the right numbers. Yeah, it's like, know? oh, we, we hide, <laughs> hide behind the pipes. Oh, okay, <laughs> to, it worked. To, to, <laughs> Sweet to, to get there, and and that's kind of this this show. And show uh, again, like it's it's kids, like yeah. and, and and I'm honestly surprised that I like this show as much as I do because I'm yeah. normally one that doesn't really like hugely kid driven things yeah for the obvious reasons that i think it can quickly become just like super unbelievable Mm -hmm. and just kind of like really corny and cheesy and just kind of like uh not like bad but just like i don't really care about this yeah you're just like ah this isn't for you you know that sort of thing but like this this to me is probably i i would in fact i would confidently say this is like my favorite like kid like driven uh show or or movie uh, yeah. a, a, at all like i feel like it absolutely does it in the right ways it rides kind of that perfect line of you know good story and good characters and good writing with just kind of this outlandishness yeah. of kids agreed but then also like you as a kid everything is also a little bit more out, outlandish yeah and like, like in you, your main like you can all, also kind of think about like this is the kids telling the stories of like things that things that happened and yeah. like it's always like way more epic when you were a kid like then right. we went to the store and there was this setup and there was like a hundred hot wheels car sitting right there yeah dude <laughs> and then like i mean i think about like how you you would have the even the kids like the thing that i love that's true about these kids is like they have the confidence to go like oh no you need us to go down into the bunker with you clearly and like and the adults are like no you know <laughs> hopper's like no that's not happening and uh but like they're like oh they're gonna die like that's how you are as a kid because you just like you're like no no i need it you know I'm, I'm gonna put myself into that situation regardless of whether i need to be there i'm the best person to be in that oh, situation you definitely you always know? felt as a kid that everyone like you know didn't give you enough credit exactly you know like there was never a time in my life as like an 18 year old kid that it's just like you just think i'm such a kid but i'm 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 a I know things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so like, that's exactly how like this is. And it's, it's fu- fun to watch that all play out because it's like in, in large part, they are right. Cause it's like, Oh, they did just accidentally basically infiltrate a Russian base or whatever. Right. Um, about the different characters that were involved. We had two new characters in that situation with Steve and Dustin in Erica and, um, Oh, I don't know her name. Robin. Robin. That's what it was. Um, but I, both of those characters, like I loved their dynamics as well. Like the, and obviously, uh, Erica has been in the show before because she's Lucas's sister. Right. It's just like, she's a lot older now. Like, and so like, Oh, she's, she, right. They, they, really, they really gave her time to shine. You yeah. Know? She, she embraced it. It was great. Like I love, Oh, she keeps, calling them nerds and then the argument yeah. between her and Dustin where he, he finds out oh you know you're a nerd you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. whole thing I uh, I also love that whenever they were relaying the instructions of like how to get there they were remembering their conversations like what were we talking about and that oh that was a right and so mm-hmm. like that that was a hilarious like little tiny contextual like thing mm-hmm. between those characters 
Um, but yeah, like I, I really appreciated the new characters. Whereas with season two, it took me a long time to kind of warm up to Max or, you know, I just never I, liked Billy, you know, or I, whatever. I, I agree. And on that same coin though, I would say that I, I really liked Max this, this season. Oh like, yeah. From Agreed. even episode one, like I didn't even like really questioned it. No. Like it just seemed like she belonged and she was there and yeah. she was part of the dynamic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I loved her, her and Elle's relationship this season yep. and, you know, you know, that she's, you know, giving her all this, this girl advice or whatever. And, uh, and in largely like, that's a, you know, the, the, that camaraderie is not something that we had seen with Elle before where it's like, you know, she had other friends, like she, she, uh, she had friends really with had, Dustin or Will, right. but they were, they were more Mike's friends than her friends. And now like with Max, Oh, this is, her friend, you know, mm-hmm. and this yeah, is we hadn't a, seen that dynamic of yeah. like the girls and the boys, you know, like yeah. type, type thing. And like, I feel like that, that's a, that's a normal thing kind of growing up where like you have friends and then you, you are friends with their friends. But then wherever you meet another friend over here, where you're like, Oh, this is, this is my friend. Like, this is not just a friend of a friend. It's mm-hmm. like, I've, I've made this friend over here. You know, I feel like that's a, a, a dynamic of growing up too. That is, is well represented in this, this yeah. respect, you know? And the butting of heads that ensues after that too. Yeah, so. I, 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 absolutely. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I I very much enjoyed this season, despite some of those like the like they said the infinite hallway. Like I keep going back to that that <laughs> infinite hallway, and how on earth they like got by all of the the Russians on that infinite hallway. But however, I will, I, 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 I at the time like I was so in, and it wasn't until mu- episodes later I was like, how did they? That was like... Oh, I, I was thinking immediately. <laughs> yeah. You're like, like, when they saw the hallway <laughs> I, and, and they were talking about going down the hallway, I was like, they can't be... They're... Is this place that they've clearly spent millions of dollars in this facility and not a camera in the place? Like they're not, <laughs> they, put, they put a camera in the burnt out building from the other thing. Not, you know? not an alarm, not a camera, you know, nothing. Are you, are you serious here? <laughs> not even um, a low pay person just to guard the only entrance. Right. You know? But... Um, how much was it like to me, at least like a bit of a shock, like when the room turned into an elevator? Oh, dude, that was so good. That was so good. Like, I honestly didn't really see that coming. Me neither, man. Like, it me was neither. just kind of like, okay, we got into the room. There's some packages. I still didn't even know what they were even doing, maybe because yeah. I hadn't paid attention enough. But I was just like, okay, they think that the Russians... Have, like, nuclear bombs Have in here something in something. this room. Like, yeah. that's that's as much of the plot as I know. I think that's as much as they knew, too. And then like, just, oh, like, suddenly, boom, we're, we're dropping. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Like, this, this just got, you know, really cool. And that was the thing. Like, I didn't realize, like, the opening scene of the entire season, um, I assumed, was taking place. In, in Russia. It's down there. But it was down there. Yeah. It was it was there. Exactly. And and whenever you realize that, whenever I realized that, I was like, oh, oh, that's weird because you you don't encounter that room until after you've encountered the person on the in the uh, opening sequence, like the, the Russian that they bring with him. What is his name? Alexei or something like that. Yeah, right, right. Um, you encounter him and you're like, <laughs> like, how did he get over here from Russia? And then right. you, then the kids discover the room, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a multi tiered reveal that like had me the whole way, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was fascinating. Um, it's just interesting, like how they've expanded this universe and they've taken it. Like, I think that's what they were trying to do with episode seven of season two. They're trying to like expand this thing. Let's go to a city and see what you know the city is like in this world, and that didn't really pay off. And then this way, like they expanded it by like, okay, well, let's just make it 
make it the Russians. Let's bring a, a big facility. Let's bring a lot of a lot of different elements into this thing where you have the Russians doing whatever the heck they're doing. You have the upside down monster doing whatever the heck they're doing. And we have to figure it all out. And I appreciate that they expanded it in that cool, unique way. Mm-hmm. I like that they kind of, you know, and they've done it with every season. They kind of keep ending it kind of on this like conspiracy theory vibe though, you know, where yeah. there's some news article and they're just like, there was some strange stuff in Hawkins <laughs> last weekend yep. and some people died. Yeah, and, well, 30 know, people disappeared. You know, the FBI was on the scene, but everything's <laughs> all sorted out. Nothing to worry about here. You know, it's just like that, that, that's also, you know, really cool because it then adds to like, it, it makes the story more believable in my mind because obviously they wouldn't even tell America about anything like this because no. it's too wildly unbelievable. Yeah, to, like, like, tell this, is, this is too ridiculous. To tell anybody There's about. a gigantic dead whatever it is in the middle of the mall like what is this right right goop monster Um, of some sort good touch on the other new character though with with alexia you know what would you think about you know his his couple episodes that he had the the arc in so good like i i I, I never would have thought you know that when we got introduced to that character i never would have thought that you would have like felt something when that character died a couple episodes later yeah but that was such a heartbreaking like moment where they have a corn dog man didn't even have a corn dog. I mean, it was it was just so him and I. I don't remember the other character's find out. name that he's that he's with. He was from season two as well, but he just kind of they, they go find him and he just kind of launches into the ride. You know, just he speaks Russian and he's and he's crazy. Yeah, but it was again. It was another scene that just really kind of nailed this uh you know 80s vibe and they're at the carnival and and he's just like he's telling him basically telling this russian guy about america basically and how awesome things are here and all of our rigged games and he's like you just hang out i'm gonna get you a couple of tickets just go experience america man and i'm gonna go get us a corn dog mm-hmm. you know and then he, and then he goes out and he wins the carnival game um, we, against we, all the odds, apparently. Against all the you know? odds, and he's so happy about it. And he's just like, oh, it's not rigged. Look, it's not rigged. And he's like, yeah. And then, and then it then, is, uh, you know. The another new character, the, like the, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger dude, ripoff, you know, Terminator guy. Dude, there were certain moments where I was like, this, like, that's clearly what they're going for oh, here. Oh, yeah. They were leaning into, like, you know, this this Terminator type type guy hard but it, it worked again it just yeah. it, like it worked really well and, and he did really awesome but man yeah he just comes into that carnival and just a quick boom boom it's and terrible. then alexi's gone and like it was this great just like hair hair uh tur- turn you yeah know, very very quick to this to this vibe that was just kind of like this great just like happy just yeah. like 80s american at the carnival vibe to just like wait we're still watching stranger things here That's right. like you know it's just like oh my gosh i forgot about the whole big the plot whole that was going on yeah like and then you have like at that moment, like that's whenever it gets real with with uh, Hopper and Joyce, where they're like, oh no, now they're going to be chased. And you have the whole right. showdown there in the uh, the funhouse. And I mean, it's it, the yeah, you're right because the vibe goes from being like this, like hey, we're at the you know this is the mm-hmm. July Fourth celebration, and then it turns into like this Instantly, nightmare. Just like scenario. we're yeah, we're fighting for our lives right now. We're yeah. trying to us to escape to escape this place. Man. And that's the thing, like about this season, like so many of the characters were separated, but they were separated in in good groups. Like where mm-hmm. I didn't miss, I didn't miss a di- dynamic that we had, you know, that I enjoyed, you know, in uh, in seasons past, where it's like, oh, I, I didn't 
didn't miss like a hopper and a an L situation because like you already kind of know what that looks like because we've had a season about that before mm-hmm. and like we even earlier in the the season they gave enough time to it at the beginning to where it didn't really feel bad and you weren't like oh man I wish they would all just get back together well or or, or the stuff I feel like I did miss some of the stuff but then the stuff that I missed. It just felt good to get the payoff for it in the Makes end. Sense. Yeah, you know yeah, that, yeah. that that it was you know that you that you did see the groups come together and it was cool to like you said earlier with like seeing all these different puzzle pieces that every yeah. group of characters was kind of dealing with a very integral part of the plot. Yeah, and then it all came together and they were like, "Well, you've been doing this thing, we've been doing this thing, you've been doing that thing." Yeah. And then, you know, Dustin meets back up with the crew and, you know, they're all psyched about it. He's like, I'm not bad at you guys. I've just been fighting the Russians. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, and that's, it's, it's amazing that that all worked. And it worked in such cool ways with, like, isolating Will. Like, where, because if Dustin had been with that group of people, it's like, oh, Will wouldn't have been quite as isolated as he was whenever the D&D game that he only wanted to play D&D with him. You know, that's, that, that was his, like, dream in life was just to play this Will's game of D&D. Will's just done with this stuff, man. Like, ever, ever since season one, <laughs> And he's You're like, right. he's seriously like all season two and this season, he's like, I don't know why you guys want to keep going down this stupid upside down road. Like it doesn't end well. Oh, like, can man. we not just sit here in the basement and pretend life is good and play D and D? Like, yeah. it's just like, we don't. That's all I want, man. Like, yeah, he just well, can't even, like, get it, man. He, it's like that's how he's in de- like denial of like whether anything's happening because he feels mm-hmm. like the 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 presence or whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, just ignores the rats and that sort of thing because mm-hmm. as they run through the field. I don't know, man. It's it, the uh, the the way that they they structured the season. I was in on everything. Like mm-hmm. that's the every single plot line, every single group of people, every single uh, story beat that they've told. Like I was in. Yeah. And it may not have fit together quite in such the per- perfect way that season one fit together. Mm-hmm. But like it's this is still like a stellar stellar season of television, man. It's it was uh, it was one of the one of the best things that I've seen in recent memory. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I would I would definitely uh, agree with that sentiment. I would say that season one is probably still king, just in overall, just like uh, experience. Yeah, season one was an interesting, in- interesting uh, one, interesting tidbit as well. Like, because uh, you know this was almost two and a half years ago now when mm-hmm. when the first one came out. Even like Netflix original programming wasn't super huge at the time. No, it had a couple uh, of shows. It was just kind of starting to ramp up, and I remember. Uh, Elise and I had gotten on to Netflix one night and I literally think it was the night that it dropped. Yep. Like we didn't even like really realize it. Yeah. I think maybe I had seen like some trailer about it. Like didn't really know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. But like it was just like on the main page or something like that. And like we were literally like some of like the first people to like ever like watch it. Yeah. And like just crashed through it in yeah. like a night or two because it was just that or just like oh my gosh i gotta see the next one i gotta see the next one gotta see the next one like it had that much just like oh wow yeah just like perfectness to the to the pacing and how it all rolled out but then it was super cool because then we just like banged it out and then we just kind of like saw it it just like pick everybody up, else could be steam oh, man, over the next a... few months and yeah. just like you know it's, it's for a all... while there it was literally the thing like people would like you would sit down to dinner with people and you'd be like 
have you seen Stranger Things? You know, and like right. that was the like that was, was the opener. It was cool to be the guy. That was, that was always like, yeah. <laughs> You're like I absolutely. It. It That's was the thing. Awesome. I, I think they did a really good job in the lead up to that. Like they did like the trailer. I think a week before, and like whenever you logged into Netflix, like it was like the top thing was the trailer. Mm-hmm. And so like I I was waiting for it that night because I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. And then mm-hmm. so that night, like whenever it. it like, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. I just watched the first episode. I ended up watching, like, two or three as the same thing as you. Like, so I just buy, pile through it. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, it's it, this season, it feels good to be back. Like, it feels good for me to, be, like, be back to, like, really enjoying this and for it to have built over the course of the of the season. And it's only eight episodes, and so yep. it's not like it's not like a ridiculously long thing. Um, and it's not like the it doesn't have the extra episodes that all of the Marvel uh, Netflix shows did. Like where it's like, oh, you could remove three of those episodes and I'd be fine, you know. On every single Marvel yeah. Netflix show, it's I'd like, agree with that. Just take out three episodes, I'm good. I'd, <laughs> um, I'd agree with that. It doesn't suffer from that problem. So where where do you think we go from here? Where do you think where do you think season four leads us? Man, it's like they're hinting that it's going to go deeper into the uh, the Russian thing, and I'm not sure that it actually will. Other than the fact that like we do know that there's there's a, a Demogorgon. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Like I didn't know where they would go at, after the end of season two because it seemed like they'd shut right. that door, like quite literally. Sure. And uh, and so for them to now be hinting that okay, well, even though the door is now shut for a second time, it's not really like mm-hmm. there's still already something that we've got kind of to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they go bigger, like, like more, you know, grandiose. I don't know if we go rescue Hopper. My suspicion is with Hopper that he jumped into the, uh, the upside down and, and try like got captured somehow. That, that, that's something that I thought some, some people, yeah, we were talking about some kind of teleportation thing that like somehow it's just that whole discharge going mm. off that even just like that, that did something, mm. you know, you didn't see him just like decompose like the other sol- soldiers. Or something yeah. like that. You know, you so, so who knows I, I, to, to me, even just from a, from a business standpoint, I think he's still alive. Oh, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like just from a contracts and a star appeal and uh, it's just like I Yeah. I, I think he's cu- coming back in one way or another. Yeah. And, but yeah, they've definitely they've done a very good job or depending on how you want it to be mm-hmm. at the end of every season of leaving it very open-ended, like very kind of like it uh like just like kind of wrapping everything up and yeah. then just being like, Hey, we could end it here if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the upside down is always a threat. You know, we'll see, see what happens. Right. It's like, um, Oh, there's still, there's, there's still uh openings. And I didn't think this season was even going to go that way. Like when we were, mm-hmm. when we queued up the finale and I was like, I think this season's going to just like roll straight into the fourth. Like you thought so? I, I really did. Oh, wow. I thought that it was going to, you know, I mean, obviously like end some things, but I thought that it was yeah. going to end in almost like an Empire Strikes Back like kind of way of just like, hey, like we, we, we could yeah. end in like we're like everybody's kind of not, we didn't defeat the enemy full, you know, it, yeah. we're kind of in more of a dire spot, but, but they did sure enough. I mean, they kind of like ended everything up. You know, it gave, yeah. gave some people some happy endings and then, you know, just kind of cracked the door for like, yeah, there's still stuff out there, yeah. but yeah, it's completely wide open that they they could do whatever they want. I mean, you know, it's just like I mean, just go into the writers room and just like go nuts. Open up that big book that, about the upside down and be yeah, like, what about have. this? Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing, like, I, I love the visuals around like that finale of like the thing exploding and stuff. It felt very Empire Strikes Back in that way too, where you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, just the visual of like the the electricity like arcing and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. it felt very visceral and like mm-hmm. intense um 
I will say the 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 one musical moment with uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we do need to touch on that Dustin singing never ending story. <laughs> oh man, like there's two things with that. First of all, it's it was hilarious, right? Yep. Sure. Okay, so there's three things. First of all, it was hilarious. Second of all, it went on like a little too long. So long. And then the third thing is, if we hadn't had that, Hopper would still be around because the timing, <laughs> the the duration of time that that took delayed uh them enough to, for turning these keys to get the keys and get into the room that allowed the terminator to come in there and and, right. and kick his butt. But the flip side of that is is that literally wasn't an option due to the context of the situation. Yep. Like yeah. Because in the scenario where even if Dusty was like, Susie, cut the crap, the world is ending right now. She would have just ended it. She would have literally just hung up the phone. Yep. And you wouldn't have got the codes at all. For sure. And and nothing happens. For sure. Everyone dies. For sure. I mean, so so it's this, or or maybe not. I mean, no one can really know what the future holds, but that was definitely it. She was about to put down the microphone. Again, like as outlandish (laughs) as it was. They made it kind of make sense to the scenario yep. because one, kids are crazy. Two, kids don't understand like the threat level of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then three, you know, kids. There's no way she would have known because like it's for yeah. her. Like he's his life and death. She like rolls her eyes. Another another story. You like you know because he's I, she, right. she's told and her I all the other stories. Guy, you know, in yeah. uh, in in a couple weeks. You know, yeah. something like that. So like I don't know like I that was one of the things I was just like pondering after the end mm-hmm. of the episode where I was like man if that if they had gone like done half of that verse we would have been fine but then again it's like it's just with any like storytelling thing like that's the story that they wanted it so it was, that's the way it was always mm-hmm. going to be like he it was always going to get jumped by that uh, by the Terminator regardless of whether or not they sang the song so they inserted the song as a as a fun thing mm-hmm. again super long yep. <laughs> But uh, funny, but Very really, funny. but really, really funny. Yeah, you know, I, I think every morning on my way to work, I'm just like, man, if I left 30 seconds sooner, I would have made this light. You know, that's it's right. Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and the uh, the funny thing about that song, like, and the uh, the way that they they played into it, I didn't feel like it was, you know, like in some Marvel movies, like I'm like, oh, you know, I could have done without some of those jokes, or like I could have done without sure. that moment, or like I feel like it was appropriate, and they leaned so hard into it, like with yeah. the, with the, like again. You could have cut it at the first, and it would have been like this cute moment in there. Right. But the fact that they did the entire thing, like, the, the it's like, uh, I don't even know what to say here. <laughs> um, it's, it's just funny. Like, I, I didn't feel like it broke, it broke the tension, but didn't break the pace. If I, like, if, if I can say that right. Like, right. You know, it felt like it was still like, whenever we got back into it, I was right back there. Yeah. Um, it didn't lose anything because of that weird, like three minute interlude or whatever it was. It felt so long, man. It's I say it's the, the the show's good with the tones. I mean it's it's because uh, I, I I I agree. Like you know the the Marvel stuff is is weird tonally sometimes because you're like oh, they're joking and they're serious and they're like they they don't pull it off as like well as like they do here. Where like for one reason or another, you know, one X factor of a thousand different factors mm. that you kind of believe in and you kind of still go along for the ride and they're able to kind of like play with your emotions on this level of like you're really happy and kind of like having a good time and then you're sad and then you're serious and then you're like really upset and uh, you know they yeah. they kind of like hit all these beats you know throughout the episodes in the season you know really really well yeah throughout it and i think part of like i said it's just like it's the confidence to just be like man if we're gonna do it let's just do it <laughs> you know like let's just go for it yeah 
And it's not like a kind of a one-off, like throwaway kind of a mm-hmm. joke. It's literally like, this is, this is what, like, this is what we're watching right now. Yep. Like we're watching them sing this song for yep. however long it takes. And that's what we're here for. Even take like Steve, like this whole season, it's just like, okay, we're going to take Steve, like the guy who's like, you know, the sex symbol of season one. We're going to put him in the worst outfit you've ever seen. Those, those he, pants. That he's going to wear every <laughs> single episode. Like we're basically going to make Steve just like this laughingstock loser that like can't even pick up chicks that he's trying to pick up because he works at this loser place. <laughs> well, and then like, and then you take it and you like turn it on its head at the end, and his character development is that this is the this is the happiest and the most real that he's been right ever in exactly. his life. Exactly. You know, so what I'm saying so they take these stupid, stupid tropes, yeah. and you're like, what is this <laughs> or whatever, and then they make you freaking care about it in, in, in yeah. the end, and you're like, man, I, I I like Steve even more now, man. Yeah, dude. Like you know. And that's the thing, like whenever, whenever uh, him and Robin are laying there tied up on the floor and they're having that conversation and like you can see on his face that he's like, oh, that's the guy I was. I'm fully aware that that's the guy I was. Yeah. And like, and then to turn it around there and then like whenever they have the the conversation after, after throwing up or whatever, like that whole Mm -hmm. moment, like those two moments in my mind just stick out as like, this is the most like real conversations that we're having and like those are are real conversations that you would have and that those are real realizations and turns and all these things where you're like man i was a horrible person or like whatever like these these different elements of both of those conversations and that's why i love steve where you're just like man this dude is like He's run the gambit. Like this is this is like mm-hmm. a whenever whenever Robbie runs sitting there on the floor, she says like I, what, you know, do you ever feel like you like every mistake you've made is the wrong one or something like that? And I'm just mm-hmm. like yeah, yes, yeah, a hundred percent. You know, so like it's it, it's those moments of this show where I'm like man, this is I will I will go through every endless hallway for those moments. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, this yeah. is this is perfect. So yeah, mm-hmm. and, and so relatable. I mean, yeah. we've all we've all sat there and you know at 17 years old and had these like serious what we thought were you know earth changing you know conversations you know sitting on the floor somewhere you know with 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 your buddies you know it's just like that that stuff you know happened all all the time you know where you know you you know you got really super real and you know you go through so much change at that point in your life and finding who you are and kind of uh, you know, choosing, you know, who, yeah. who you are and like realizing who you were and who you want to be in the future and, and what's to, important, uh, like what's really important. Cause like yeah. everybody, you know, growing up, like you have weird priorities, like oh, whenever yeah. you're 16 years old and you know, whatever it's sometimes. And then you realize that later on, you're like, Oh man, that was a, that was a bad Pri- priority. Priorities <laughs> totally change. And yeah. and yeah, to be able to still pull off even those like story beats yeah. throughout the, uh, throughout this, through throughout a ridiculous season, season of outlandishness, you know, it's just like, and then, and then you're still like, Oh man. Like, yeah, yeah. Like literally they were being interrogated by the Russians, by the Russians giving them truth serum drugs and like, you know, like in just, small town, Indiana, in small know? town, Indiana, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, geez, this is like, wow. They, then they pull off this, like, like I, I teared up during, the, during yeah. that scene. You're just like, Oh man, this is amazing. Dude. I, I've, I've been like tearing up and stuff like so much more like lately. <laughs> I, I don't even know what it is, but like, and it, it almost never like breaks out into just like full on crying. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's so many things just make me kind of like, like get just, that get uh, that swell up, you know, type feel. You just you feel it in your eyes. Yeah. Or you get a little puffy or whatever. And you're like, yep. yeah, Steve. Yeah, you, you let her know. 
I'm always like, I've always been like the kind of like I'll I'll cry in in media uh, yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. So like I've always been it's it's always the thing where I'm like ah oh, this is the, yeah it, and so even more so now I feel like still you know so yeah. especially like since having like Des like anything having to do with like a child parent relationship mm-hmm. I'm always just like nah this is. <laughs> I think that is. I think that's part of it. I, I I think that as you gain more life experience, you gain more just kind of like empathy and understanding. Yeah. Um. And so that as you get older, yeah. you're a little bit more susceptible to. You're able to relate to even more. You know. Yeah. And so like, there's more stuff that just kind of gets you, and like you really like realize the big moments yeah. that you may not have realized. You know, you didn't realize that that stuff was big For when sure. you were 17 at the time. But then For looking sure. back, you're like, man, remember being 17? You're like, like yeah. you, you know, you really you really get it. Yeah. Makes a lot. Of, I mean, yeah. and that's and that's the perfect relation to like this show where you're just like, man, the, the they they play up those big moments in the middle of the ridiculousness so well. So, mm-hmm. I'm ready to rate this thing. Are you ready to rate this thing? Yeah. What do you rate Stranger Things season three? What do I rate Stranger Things season three? Hmm. It's always a tough question. <laughs> I don't know. Should, can we pull out my average charts, you know, uh, again? I, mean, and I, can really, I, I could pull those <laughs> up, you know, but uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lower average than, than the majority of people. Yeah, but. That's, that's true. And, and I've, I've never rated a show on this show. Um, I, would, I would have to rate it very high. Yeah. You know, just, just uh, like I said, on a, I've been getting a lot better, I feel like, in just like experiencing content and media overall yeah with kind of being able to like just tap in and enjoy things a little bit more yeah yeah and kind of want to do that and like sure there's still plenty of stuff that just falls flat <laughs> like you sticks out to you like oh that was weird yeah but um or but 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 this show for yeah. sure definitely has just like one that i've been able to just like man this is just a, a, a really man. awesome time uh, I mean, I would go, I would go, we'll, we'll go nine out, nine out of 10. That's exactly what I was going to go. If not a 9.5, because I, again, like I think the first season of this, I wouldn't change a thing of the first season of, of season, you know, season right. one is like a 10 to me. And so it's like, I probably would put this about a nine, you know, that's kind of right. where, where I'm at. So sure. I mean, I mean, dual nines, that's what we've got. Yeah. I, w- I would say dual nines. I mean, some critiques that I could make. But then it's hard to make those critiques when I just had such a great time. Agreed. Like a, 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 every episode For throughout sure. the whole season, you know, it was just like two or three days that, that me and Elise watched that we were off most of the time. Yeah. So it was just kind of hanging out and having this great time watching season three of Stranger, Stranger Things. Agreed. I would recommend it to uh, to anybody. To pretty For, much uh, anybody, you know? For sure, you know. And then, and then yeah, def- definitely mm-hmm. if you... Uh, I think even you know kids in current times you know yeah. could, could be wa- watching this stuff, but then yeah, definitely the yeah, more depending they, on how okay they are with some of the more violent things. Well, some yeah, of the more I mean, scary I, I things, would, but you yeah. know, I, I would be saying you know ten plus, you yeah, know, you know, yeah. you know I, mean, I feel like least. this would have been a great show, like for for you know me whenever I was you know thirteen, especially. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, this would be perfect. You know? I mean, I think that if especially you know if you can be the age of these kids, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's like the ideal. Age, you know, like, it's like that, Harry that, that, that. Well, that that like that was me when Harry Potter was going on. Yeah. It's like I I was like ten or eleven when the first one came out, and I was like eighteen or nineteen when the last one came out. For so sure. it's just like it literally like coincided like almost exactly with with my age, and and that was very very cool, you know, to kind of you know it, it added to the experience. For I, sure, I, I would say for sure. But yeah, Stranger Things season three, awesome. Definitely would be very excited for whenever season four is going to come come out, which yeah. is like who who knows? Who I mean, knows? I mean, Netflix hasn't even announced. 
obviously it will happen. They'd be dumb. I would think that they would be. To. Yeah, they, they would not. They'd be it's, leaving so much money on the table to, to not do it, especially with like things like Disney Plus right. coming out. Like They're a lot doubling of their down on their original content for, yeah. for for sure. And Stranger Things is one of their biggest, I would say, original content. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's it's the like it was a reason. Like it is a reason to subscribe. Like whenever a new like yeah. if, if you're not a, like month to month like like I am or like you are, it's like it's a reason to like I'm going to subscribe this month. Absolutely. Um, this, I think this, that's this, exemplified this. by the fact that they sell the DVDs for every season in like Target and stuff. Like so, mm-hmm. people who can't have access to the internet can still experience Stranger Things. Like my no, parents this. don't have Netflix, don't have the internet at their house, yet they can like buy those and like that sort of thing. And that's that's an indicative of how successful it is for them yeah uh, i would say so like on, on a very very simplified level like uh, you know th- th- this show is, is worth ten dollars to watch this for a month <laughs> yes it is um and if you're netflix you know it's just like if you can have 12 of those shows yeah then you yeah. have enough to sustain a year's worth of subscription for for almost anybody you know yeah. you know you know what i mean yeah like if you can just have a really good show that that show is good enough alone that to where like you or I would say right if Stranger Things is coming out in July and you don't have a Netflix account like get Stranger yeah, you're Things you're messing up get Stranger <laughs> Things I mean get Netflix for July yeah cancel it after that if you want but get right. it for this and then if you have another show that comes out in August that you're like well you're dumb if you don't have Netflix <laughs> exactly. in August like you build and up enough like, of that and enough of that like that's that what they repetition. really really need to get going on and they have a couple of those shows that's, yeah. that's getting more of that prestige and there's a decent number like I'm, I'm into a lot of like animation and things like that and so like a lot of their animated series are also lot. excellent so. they have a lot of a lot of those other markets that they've branched into yeah. with like a- animation, a- anime, documentary, yeah. stand-up comedy. Do stand-up comedy like they're single-handedly even, like even revitalizing like, stand-up comedy because it's cheap to man like to to do that stuff, you know, for them. So, but it's great for the it. comics. It's great for Netflix. Yeah. Uh, also, like reality TV, they're doing a lot more with like I, that kind of I stuff. Haven't de- like seen any of that stuff. Like, guess the weird thing also is like I get pitched a lot of like sci-fi. I get pitched a lot of animation mm-hmm. stuff with, it, and but there's so some like wings of of netflix i'm not super into like stand-up comedy like i so i don't get pitched that much right. anymore you know it's like but originally when it was coming out it's like oh well then my parents come over and they watch like a brian regan like stand-up special and then all of a sudden i'm getting like you know anyway <laughs> are you do, do you watch comedians in cars getting coffee uh i have i've only watched like the first couple seasons of that so yeah, it's great is it oh yeah every every it's it, every episode's worth watching. I love uh, it. I, I, I would say, and I think they're dropping a new season this month. Awesome. I dig Sometime that. with like you know, uh, I think Eddie Murphy was like one of the big guests that they were going to have this uh, this season. So I dig it, man. So that's cool. That's awesome. Well, let's get right. Chris back in for the uh, for the outro. All right, guys. Well, I'm sure that was a a, a great review, riveting. It sure took it a long time, good, man. Yeah, it was I mean, it was really good. There's uh, a lot of things to talk about, man. Listen, you can listen to podcasts in 1.5, 2, I mean, like, you know, whatever pace you want to to get through that That's review true. if you need to. Uh, I actually do. Sometimes, uh, depends on the podcast, but uh, during E3, a lot of my podcasts were, like, covering E3 like crazy and we're releasing yeah, multiple, yeah, yeah. multiple E3 episodes. Yeah. So, like, I was listening to some of those at... Two times speed, no. just to like <laughs> literally. I'm dead serious, just to power through all the content. How did like, you? How did you retain any of it? Well, I can retain it easily. <laughs> I, Maybe uh, if it was like only like Sir Ian McKellen talking or like something <laughs> like that, you know, where you could just speed it up and just think it's just normal talking. I mean, also, I mean, I, I, do that, I, do, I don't know if you were like. 
like um, uh, Lynda.com tutorial videos that'll teach you how you do like I remember you know this. Photoshop or Pro Tools or Premiere or something like that. Like they usually have some guy who's like, "All right, well now we're gonna go up to the right hand corner and mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna press speed that up this button." And and they, oh man! Like, and they make like least... a point. They make a point to like pause for the clicks too. Sometimes or they're like, uh, and then you uh, you, uh, you click, click uh, this. this menu. All right, click all right, this. now you're going to go here. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, no. Yeah, so uh, I, I definitely listen to all those at two times speed. Always, at least. You can go up to six times speed. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I mean, that's a little fast. That's just like you're just trying to get through it and find a specific thing, you know, <laughs> I feel like. But uh, that yeah. That's wild. Um, well, cool. As soon as I watch this season, I will uh, listen to your review and critique you on it. You will get written. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but are you going to do your own review on your Chris and Chris spinoff like, show? Yes, you know? Yeah, I'm going to have a conversation <laughs> with myself about it um, and rebut Are you review or review? Said. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I look forward to. to uh, I hear it's the the highest rating you've ever given anything. I mean, I, th- I think one of the highest. I think it's it's one of the highest. I think it's the only the second nine you've ever given. You know. Yeah. In fairness. TV is so much better than movies. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot more room to uh, to to. At least in my opinion, I, I like it. if you were to say right now we're we're either never going to make movies again or we're never going to make television again. Uh, I'd say television. I mean, never make movies again because like t- TV is. Uh, I love uh, that form of storytelling more than anything else. I think. I dig it. What if it was um, movies or plays? What is there like movies? Pro- movies. Get rid of movies or keep movies. No, keep movies. Oh, keep movies. Get rid of, so get rid of movies plays. Are, are basically just like the evolution of plays, Chris. How yeah. would you have one without the other? I would also get rid of the uh, Model T Ford, you know, rather than <laughs> uh, rather 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 than <laughs> yeah. my current car. <laughs> I mean, you know, you kind of needed one for the other, but yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm but if I got two right in front of me. <laughs> All right. Well, next week, <laughs> we are going to review The Lion King, oh, man. which is getting good reviews so that far. That thing's going to make all the money. I know. I mean, it's going to be a lot of mine. The thing is, like, with a lot of the Disney remakes, and especially, like, uh, more recently, I'm, I'm just, like, they've announced so many more of them. And I, I constantly wonder why. Like, I mean, other than other than the sheer cash, money man. of it, I know. Cash. Other than the sheer yeah. money of it, they don't why? care about anything besides the cash. But the Lion King one, I instantly am like, okay, that is going to be re- like the animation aspect of it is like revolutionary. Yeah, because it's you know oh. looks like a nature documentary. Yeah, sure. yeah. So you know, so it's like to push the technology aspect of it on that one. I'm like, I understand why that one exists. And why someone would like champion this thing, but some of the other ones, I'm just like, man, I don't know why we're just why we're just rehashing all of these same stories. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a not kind of a, on a more unpopular side, but the the line can come out not not at all like negative about it or anything. But I'm not near as hyped as like mm-hmm. everyone is about it. Um, like if you told me I you know I can't go see it in theaters and I need to wait till it comes out on Redbox or Netflix or whatever, you know then I I'd, I'd probably be okay with it. You know, it's just like you know I I very well may go see it, but I'm not just bursting at the seams. I think the technology will be cool. I think it'll be good. But to me, this one more so than any of the other remakes. And you've said that you you know that you're that Chris that you're looking forward to this. That it seems 
like an exact remake, like in, in so many ways that I mean, shot for shot on so many things. Yeah, I know. That's why, like, um, that's why I'm I, I'm less okay with the ones that are like literally like they don't do anything with the story, they don't do anything different, like as far as that goes. And I think but, that there will be some 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 differences and some or some probably less differences and more like expansion, like in in my mind on, on some things because I I believe you know that'll be much longer than the original animated movie, which is probably uh-huh. all, animated movie is probably like what like eighty minutes. I would assume, yeah, or something like that. Whereas yeah. this will probably be closer to two hours. So I mean, right there, you have just like more room that you have to do st- stuff with. But I mean, yeah, it it just seems so very much just like we just took Lion King and used you know all this incredible technology we have with it now, and it's just like, and that's really cool. But that's not enough alone. That's that's again that doesn't have you know good story that doesn't have something that's interesting that doesn't. Well, it already have has something. a good yeah, story that's, though. That's, that's the thing. The it already thing. has a great story. Like if I was gonna well, write. That's, well, that's great, but you can remake <laughs> you you can remake Star Wars: A New Hope, and it's not going to be better. Like you know, totally. well, that's true. Well, if, if you if you well, remake it yeah. verbatim, and, and, like, that's, just and that's like I, I in agree. no way am I am saying that this is better. I, like where, kind of where I've come to terms with this is like with all these remakes is like um, because it's such a different approach to it, and me I specifically grew up with the animated films. I am never going to like these probably more than the ones that I grew up with. Right. That's me. Because at least uh, maybe this would change it. This I don't know. We haven't seen it yet. But none of the ones. And I even liked really liked Aladdin. I went and saw Aladdin and mm. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and a large part of that was like, you know, the nostalgia of those songs and the stories. Where, mm. what I, and and we're, we're kind of on both different ends of it is like where I, I actually would rather them adhere more to the original mm. than... When, and what I don't like is whenever they change things about the story that that fundamentally change characters or change the motivations for why something happens, like arbitrary, what well, seemingly arbitrarily just for the sake of changing something. Hmm. Um, Aladdin was not a beat for beat remake at all, mm-hmm. but I do not feel that any character in that movie was fundamentally different than the characters in the animated film that I love. And the songs were still there. Um, I even liked Will Smith as the genie. I thought he did mm-hmm. a great job as the genie, being like being his own version of that. He yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like Will Smith like channeling Robin Williams in any way. Mm-hmm. So like, um, that's actually probably the, the one that I've actually liked the most so far is that right. is the Aladdin. And I, and I would agree with that with that with that sen- sentiment. You know, just like on paper that, that yeah, that I would not want to see a, a lot of like fundamental changes in characters, but I would still like to see something just different or, or new. You know, that it doesn't have to be the exact same thing done again. That it, you know, you know, I think think of like them redoing Batman or Spider Man or like yeah, that kind of totally. stuff. It's just like you know, I I still want to see those characters. Uh, as I know those characters, but I s- want to see infinite stories around around those those uh, yeah. those characters. Um, like I, I really liked uh, John Favreau's The Jungle Book that, that yeah. came out with, yeah. with Disney. I thought that that was very very good, and sure had elements from the uh, from the original yeah. uh, thing, but it wasn't at all no. uh, a beat for beat remake. Right? Well, and honestly, it, like uh, it, it it took the it took the source material and i think in a few ways like made it better like to me like where like yeah. the ending especially like it's 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 it feels more it felt more true to those characters and like what what 
rather than like with the animated one like there, there's a like the specific ending like literally mm-hmm. the end it's like well this is i've always been like well that doesn't feel as true as as if he'd done something else and so mm-hmm. in the, in the, if they made the opposite choice and i was like yeah that actually felt more natural so yeah. and i and i could be completely uh wrong i mean the the way that studios advertise movies is not, we all know is not always the way that movies are yeah, and so I mean, the, the, Aladdin the, looks this, terrible this, in its <laughs> I right. thought, and in a lot uh, of a lot its marketing, think, you know, a lot of it didn't did. perform well because of that. Yeah, uh, that's that that's not true though. It's made eight hundred million dollars. Oh, okay. Well, crit- uh, sorry, critically, crit- it critically well. did not do well. Like they did not review well, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, that a, that a Lion King could be you know being advertised you know one way and will have those elements, but but could be very much you know its its own thing in yeah. uh, in in some yeah. ways. So yeah, I mean you know, and I think the Jungle Book is probably my second favorite. You know, I think I think if I'm going to rank these, you know, my top two right now are Aladdin and Jungle Book. Hmm. I'm hoping to add this in there. Um, I uh, yeah, I I mean, I think that this one will win on so many levels. You yeah. know, and, and it's, just hit me with the Circle of Life. Well, and, 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 on, and on another <laughs> level, it's like you know, like a, a remake of a movie doesn't take away from the the other movie that you know and love. No, and, and, I, I'm and, not. I'm never on that train. And, and you know, you, you, I, you, I'm, you, I'm you can't ruin content that's already been made. Totally, like, you, right? Hundred um, percent. It's just like, and it comes down to at that point, like, well, what is more enjoyable? to the viewer like and that's going to be super subjective yeah. you know yeah so um, some people are strapping in going like give me a shot for shot shot remake of yeah. the lion king and then to me, some I'm people like, like me are like why would i watch this over over the the you know animated one so it's like, like a lose-lose situation yeah, in a lot of ways like, you, you know, know right? I, th- I think part of it is like you know just uh, to me the thing that's appealing if it is a shot for shot remake is the fact it's like well this is a realistic looking version of the same movie that i loved oh i know? would say as just a rule like, of thought i mean I would rather have something be live action than animated any, any day of the week. Yeah, I'm the opposite uh, as well. So you know, <laughs> I, I I I very much like live live action. I mean, I yeah. hearken back to just like seeing the original Spider Man come out in theaters yeah, was yeah, like yeah. one of yeah. like the biggest moments of like my For childhood. Because sure. like you know, because one it, it was the first that it, it had ever been done. Batman had already kind of like been done before, like, even by the time I was born. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like as much of a thing. It's like yeah, there's live action Batman and like animated Batman. But I grew up with like animated Spider Man and like yeah. all mm-hmm. kinds of like Marvel stuff. And then to see live action Spider Man, it was the first lighthearted kind of superhero movie in that way, you know, because like you had like X Men, and it's like that was kind of like dreary in a lot of in a lot of ways. And then you had like Batman, and Batman is always like a little bit darker. I don't think did X Men come out before Spider Man. I think they came out in like the same year. We're gonna find out. I think they were both the year two thousand. Yeah, I mean they were definitely probably around the same time. I think Spider Man was first though. I think I saw at least I saw Spider Man first. Interesting. Let me see. Oh, man. There's so many X-Men movies. I just Googled X-Men. Uh, the original X-Men came out in 2000. So then Spider-Man. There's going to be so many Spider-Man movies as well. Let's see. That's Spider-Man Homecoming. 2002 was whenever the original Dang. Spider-Man came out. Yeah. Seems so weird. So two years. Two years separated. Silly X-Men. Really? X-Men, the first X-Men movie, like, that was the one where it was like, oh, we can make money on superhero movies, like, aside from Batman. Well, I mean, what yeah. they had Superman movies that were like uh, Christopher, uh, what was his name? Um, Reeves. Christopher Reeves, yeah. Yep, it's true. Um, I mean, until they did, what was it, Superman Returns or something? Mm-hmm. 
Let me find out. Superman Returns. Like they made money. Anyway, next next week. Next week. Superman Returns was 2006. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, it was oh, that wasn't even Christopher up. Reeves. That was uh, Brandon Routh. Yeah. Uh, Ruth, yeah. There was like four Christopher Reeves uh, Superman, Superman movies. That's uh, wild. Well, well, yeah. That's because people don't like to talk about the old three and four <laughs> oh, 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 over there. You know, they, uh, Did you know? Which one right was the now, one where he, he, he flew so fast that he rotated the earth backwards and they went back in time? I think that was three or four. Just <laughs> <laughs> lumped into that three or four category there. <laughs> so apparently... There are two different. It's it's kind of like uh, these different cuts of like Blade Runners. There's two different cuts of Superman two, and they apparently I haven't watched them. I want to. They are apparently I was reading like almost like drastically different movies. Hmm. Like the way that they're cut together. Yeah. So Superman one was uh, 1978. Mm-hmm. So it's only a year after what Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. And so then we have Superman two is 1980. So that's the one you're saying that has a bunch of different uh, versions, like two, two different, different versions. versions. And we have mm. Su- Superman 3 is 1983, and Superman 4 is 1987. Mm. <sighs> wow. Um, yeah, well, so next week, tune in. We'll, you'll see if you'll fi- figure out if... Uh, Lion King. Live Lion action King. Lion King. Live is action. it good or so is li- it just a rehash? Live action, though. It's, it's, an- it's, it's animation. It's definitely <laughs> animation. Is it? It is. It looks pretty real to me. <laughs> they didn't just like move their jaws, I think they like you those know, lions. I don't know though. If there's no human character though, like what 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 does it get nominated nominated for? Animation. I don't know. I mean, I think it's gonna win. I think it's gonna win like best Ju- animated picture. Jungle Book to me is different because you have some yeah. human characters. Yeah, Mowgli was real. Like and he was just green screen. You but, know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but but Lion King. I mean, zero human characters. You know. It, I mean, this entire movie. Yeah. Was made on a green. Was I made suspect on a, it will win the same award that the Lion King original one won, which is best animated feature <sighs> film. I I. I I like, I agree with you on premise, but I feel like it's going to be in the live action category. You think? You think yeah. it'll be like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I think. See. I think it'll. Well, what what I category think it, would it be in? Special <sighs> effects. Special well, effects. Well, special effects. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Special effects could. I guess animated movie couldn't get special special effects. Could well, it? Well, on that on that token, hmm. though. Interesting. I don't know because people. <laughs> People want to win Oscars, and people campaign for themselves to win certain Oscars. Right. So I feel like if Lion King feels like they stand a better chance to win animated movie mm-hmm. rather than maybe get a nomination for a live action movie yeah. or even win a special effects yeah. Oscar, I feel like yeah. they would rather win an animated movie best Oscar than totally. they would win a, a special effects Oscar. I, mean, I don't even know what, what other animated movies have come out this, this year that year? would compete. Well, Toy Story 4. Toy Story, Toy Story 4, 4, but that's, sequels typically two. don't win that. Frozen 2 is going to come out. Uh, sequels typically don't win, like, animated, best animated. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. That's a, uh, I feel like, oh, it, I feel like it's a shoe remake. I mean, is that a, yeah. I don't that's know true. that's a difference. It's true. It's completely different. St- I don't, I feel like if it's, if it's as good an animation as they think, as the people have been saying it is. Yeah. Then it will probably win. I'll tell you what, that, that new uh, Beyonce song from the movie is pretty good. It's on the radio right now. I dig it. 
It sounds. What's, they, what's, what I love about it is it sounds like it's. It sounds like it's. It was a part of the soundtrack. Like the yeah. piano stuff sounds like yeah. it, it was originally part of it. Like they did a good job with that. At they least. really did just as good a job with this Lion King as, as the old one with just like star power yes. galore. Totally. I mean, Very just true. like big name, big name, big name, big name, big name, big name, big name. I mean, like you know, you got Jonathan Taylor Thomas. In right. The old so that was one. A like big, he was the dude. That was the big, yeah, yeah, that was the big deal. You know, yeah, yeah, who, Matthew. Who, who, yeah. who was also a huge and Nathan Lane was huge. Yeah, yeah. For uh, uh, yep. Timon, yeah. Yep, Jeremy Irons, you know, yep. as, as Scar. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were there was you know t- tons of big players in that. And this thing. is the Mr. Thing. Bean is Zazu. I mean, come on. <laughs> this is the thing. They got James Earl Jones as Mufasa. That's all I needed. I didn't care what any of the other voices were. Honestly, that's yep. true. Like you can re- literally like, just replace any of them and whatever. And it's, but yeah, I'm not saying Muf- that like Mufasa. you know you, like anybody can replace it. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. quality actors. Yeah. Like the but Mufasa like that is just the, such a distinctive voice. You can't not have James know, Earl Jones. Right? Like whenever James Earl Jones has played a part, it's it's over. It's forever that part. Yeah, he's forever that that thing. I think that if somebody out there is not just like collecting like all of James Earl Jones dialogue uh, is making a mistake. Uh, (laughs) He's just just got like a microphone hidden on his body at all times. Because (laughs) I mean, we all know they're going to make Star Wars forever. uh, (laughs) And, you know, they'll probably end up making another Lion King because this will be so successful. That'd be amazing. Uh, Wasn't there already a Lion King 2? There's definitely a Lion King 2. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm just waiting for that Lion King 2 live action remake, I think there was a Lion King 3 that came direct to DVD. Was there Lion King one and a half or something like that? Yeah, there definitely was one and a half. Can't wait for Lion King one and a half live action. <laughs> um. I can't wait for the Timon and Pumbaa television, television show, show live action. Yes, know? that'd be amazing too. And then, then like years from now, we can have the Lion Guard live action. And then we're like, <laughs> is this is this the nineties over all over again? <laughs> so we're stuck in a time loop. Something happened in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the Rescue mm. Rangers are back, <laughs> dude. I would love that. Yeah, I'm so in. All right. You guys want to end this thing? Yeah. Uh, You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com on social at chriswright250. And johnwright777. On another episode of Stay on Target, (laughs) you will see me. (laughs) That's it for this week. See me with your ears. (laughs) Oh, wait. Uh, Please uh, go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on Target. Target.